The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making it talk. That was me at the scout camp in the school play. Spade and bucket by the sea. That was me. That was me playing conkers at the bus stop on a blanket in the bluebells. That was me. The same meter stands in now. And when I think that all this stuff can make a life, it's pretty hard to take it in. That was me. Well, that was me. Royal Iris on the river. Mercy beaten with the band. That was me, sweating cobwebs under contract in the cellar on TV. That was me, the same me that stands in now. If fate decreed that all of this would make a lifetime, who am I to disagree? That was me. Sweating cobs. He's no. doing a, a, a crazy play on words. I think sweating. I think sweating. Oh, that ended rather suddenly. Um, just like John Lennon. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, uh, let's, let's just start straight into the calls. I'm in that kind of mood. Good evening, Patrick. Ian, good evening. How are you? None of your business. What do you want? Just thought I'd give you a quick call because I looked on social media recently and you were complaining that you only had the same callers calling in. Oh, so thought, you know what? Hey, why don't I just break the mold and just take hello? Break the mold and, and there's me gobbing off for you straight away. No wonder we don't have new callers. It's just me sh- shouting at people. Well, to be fair, it was a little bit rude, but no, we can crack on for me if you well, don't here's mind. The, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm trying to come up with a snap. Do you remember Mike Dickin, Patrick? I certainly do. He was a big old lad. Passed away a few years ago. I think ten years ago. Maybe more. God bless him. And um, people would say, how are you doing, Mike? My health is not in question. That was the response. Perfect. My health is not in question. And it was a way of just saying, get on with it. Let's just get to the point of the call. There's none of the, the chit chat. No, I, sh- I shouldn't have said that because that's a little bit sleepy. But no, but no. But no. So I'm trying to come up with a... A, a, a 21st century Ian Lee late night alternative equivalent of my health is not in question. None of your business, none of your business. 
Maybe if I try... If I try... Ask me again. Can we try it again? Ask me again. Try again. Go on. Oh, hello, Ian. It's Patrick here. Hey, Patrick. Hello. How you doing? I'm, I'm, do- I'm doing it now. Don't... Right, start again. Oh, let's go to Patrick. Hello. How are you, Ian? That's none of your business. It works. A bit friendlier? Um, less yeah, aggressive? It's, it's, yeah, yeah, don't feel so, um, so, don't feel so bad now. That's none of your business. Oh, that's a private matter. Well, no, that's. But sounds... it's not, though, is it? Because you're always going on about it. That sounds like um, you've got, like, a disease or something. A private's matter. A pri- that's my private's matter. Oh, dear. How's, uh, so, it's OK. So have you got anything to contribute to the show other than being a brand-new voice on a brand-new day? No, literally, I was just responding to the uh, social right. media uh, for Rory that, like, that came out of what you said. So I, I like, I like your balls. Hang on a minute. We've just got, we've got Did another... you say I like your balls? I do like your balls. Oh, okay. Right. Um, here's the thing. We're gonna, this, is, well, well, this is the show. This is the show tonight, Patrick, and, and I'm glad you're involved because I like you a lot. You sound like a powerful person, and that's what we need. We're going to okay. have a peaceful revolution. No violence, OK? It's come to my attention that the government and the opposition... Ain't got a clue what they're doing, and they're ballsing up the country. We need new blood, right? And uh, I've just got to say, I'm not in any way encouraging bloodshed. But we need new blood. I want to have a peaceful revolution. I want us to storm the Houses of Parliament. And... So who's that in the background? No, that's just me. Okay. Um, like the Paul McCartney song we just played. Um, and I want to, to um, take over and have a new government. Now, obviously, I am the Prime Minister. That goes without saying. Would you like to be a member of my new cabinet? I would love to be a member of the new cabinet. What, what, what job do you want, Patrick? I'm letting you, I'm letting you choose. I'm going to assign some people, but I'm going to let you choose, Patrick, because I like you. Go on, what are you going to be? <laughs> I'd like to be involved in... Um, I don't know if they call it customer relations in the government, but the equivalent of customer relations... Well, okay. I'm going to make you the minister for customer relations. So what? If Thank people have got much. people have got beef with the government, they come to you, and you give them like Absolutely. a voucher or something. It would be a pleasure. No, I really would love to do it. All right, dude, you got the job, Patrick. It's that easy. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you very much indeed. Yourself, brother. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. We're going to start a new government. What position do you want? I'd like listener. To... Um, or you can be in it as well. I'm the Prime Minister. Who are you going to be? I don't know if I want to be in your government. Well, you've got no choice. Right, I'll be Michael Govan. That's what he does, isn't it? Um, OK, right, all right. We'll put, I'm going to put you down as that. So Catherine is going to be... I'm going to put you down as the Minister for Michael Gove. Yeah. Minister for Michael Gove. There we go. We, we've got ourselves... Doesn't really want to be in it, but better in than out. In it to win it. And waiting for my time, yeah. That... Oh, three. This is what we're doing tonight, guys. We're having fun. Um, Ian. Hello, oh. Sam. Sorry. Um, Hang on a minute. We don't speak. You don't, Sorry. Don't, can, Sorry. Can, don't speak to me during the during the show. No, no, I, sh- I forgot to tell you. You need to remember to, um, both of you need to sit side by side. Bosses. Uh, why? Bosses order. What do you mean? He said he's trying out something new, and so instead of sitting opposite one another, you need to sit side by side. This is, uh, seriously? Yeah. Well, I can't go over there because the computer is here. No, he's in. Kath needs to swivel around. There is, she oh, can, again. There is no room. has to compromise. I like over here. I'm far enough away, and Ian is, like, kind of All right. well, explosive is, at the moment because of the vegetarian diet. I've got a lot. Who is that? Hang on. Who is that? Uh, I'll be um, deputy, prime minister. You'll be lucky. If you get a bullet in your head. You, if I get a bullet in my head? You heard that. Clip that. Send that to me. the police. That is a threat. 
Right, Catherine, come... I mean, this is not going to work. Because now there's only... OK, well, here's the thing, Danny Morris, boss. That means there's only one person riding the dump button. You happy with that? You happy with that? How is this going to work? I'm coming over there, but don't touch me. I'm not going to touch you. Don't. This is awkward. Whose button is this? Well, now you're not talking into the microphone. My microphone is not on. Can you turn it up, someone? It's on. The person in charge of it. It's on. But now, look at the difference in height. You look ridiculous and I look hot. Let me put my chair up. Oh, I'll, have it off. I'll come down a bit. Let's do it. Hello. Flipping it, man. Is this seriously <laughs> what we have to do? You can come up a little bit. You go up. Up? Yeah. Um, yeah. This is great fun for people listening at home in black and white. Kath <laughs> is now sat next to me, but above me. Uh, my feet aren't touching the floor. Why is this a thing? When has this ever been a thing in radio? I bet I bet the idiots that edit... And this video's going to go online. I know. I, I know how this works now. Well, now you've... I bet the idiots that edit this have said... Oh, yeah, it's really tricky. Should I flash you the mouse? It's, no, it's because it's, it's nothing that... A bit... Um, you have that. Uh, it's, it's too difficult to edit the video between the two cameras, so can we just make it one camera? Flipping heck, man. This is balls. Cat jumper looks good, though, doesn't it? Cat jumper does look wicked, actually. I'm, I will give you that. Well, let's, let's see. Hey, listen, I'm open to new suggestions. I will try new things. Uh, let's go to Mickey. Good evening, Mickey. Good evening, Ian Cass. Good evening, uh, Mickey. Just... We are sat side by side for the first time ever in our friendship. And um, feels weird. Does this look okay, Sam? Is this what he wanted? Okay, fine. G- good evening, Tip Mickey. Top. Tip top. Just two quick things for the pair of you. Okay. Uh, I'd like to grab uh, the Minister Without Portfolio, if there's any chance. Mm, oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. Hey, Mickey. You got it, brother. You got it. Oh, that's... Fantastic. And one other thing. Yes. I, uh, you know your, your next rabbit uh, hole thingy, Bob? On Sunday? Yeah, I did run it, try to run it by you last night. I think consideration should be given to the classic Rita Sue and Bob 2. We're having a gangbang? Yeah. Mm. Now, I'll explain briefly. Hang on a minute. Do you mean, do you, hang on a minute. Do you mean the movie night that we're doing? Yeah. That's oh, wait, not that's, Sunday. That's, that's, that's not Sunday. So, okay. Oh, Sorry, I do get. You'd be concerned. perfect for the government. Um, that's in <laughs> that's in January. Okay, so we're, we're okay. Right. So at the moment, we're hopefully showing weird science. But you're saying Rita Sue and Bob too, a film I've not seen for over thirty years. I don't. Ah, I remember finding now, it very creepy when I watched it. It's but, meant to be creepy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now here's here's my point, guys. Okay, you know, I mean, in, that's in what the eighties. In the eighties, when it came out, you know, I mean, it was a, a laugh a minute British comedy, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Bought the bought the, the, the DVD. Oh, I re, I revisited I'll it, it a couple Jonathan. of weeks ago, yeah. and I don't want to say the N word, well, but God's sake, Bobby's a bit of a Bobby's a bit of a nonce. Oh, he's a nonce. You know well, I mean. how old are the girls in it? They're schoolgirls, Ian. Okay. Um, when it, that's, when that's, you that's, that, that's nonsense, is it? Yeah, when you oh, revisit yeah, 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 it, yeah. when you revisit it, you do it. You know, I mean, the penny finally drops. Oh, no wonder it's never well, shown on bloody well, TV but anymore. Hang on, though. Ha, uh, this is still slightly relevant. He's like what in his thirties? 
Oh, Bob? Yes. Yay. And Rita and Sue, how old are they? Because when you say schoolgirls, they're like sixth form, aren't they? So they're like 17 or 18. Still not no. saying it's right. They're not They're not 15. They're grown women. No. Oh, I can see your computer. You Google everything. You don't enjoy the thrill of the chase. Oh, we I can, haven't enjoyed this show for we, quite a long time. For goodness sakes. We can get an hour out of how old are Rita and Sue. <laughs> we can get an hour <laughs> I, out of it and you're Googling is, it. Delete that. Ian, Delete no, that. the thing is, Ian, I, Ian, I have to Ian. deal in fact. Ian, I think the line in the sand should be if they're in a school uniform. Um, because they're in school well, no, but, uniforms but, but, throughout the film. Yeah, but, but some men pay top dollar to um, have intercourse with older women in school uniforms. Uh, I'm not making light. I'm not making light of nonsense. I'm not making light of nonsense. We will. I want to talk about R. Kelly later on in terms of sexual crimes. Um, is, is, it's a shame because it's a it's a great movie. Okay, you know, I mean, we're having a gangbang classic. Yeah, they're scene. supposed to be sixteen. They're supposed to be sixteen, Mickey. So that's legal. Oh, I'm still not a happy bunny. Um, here's the thing. Can you name one? British comedy that's actually funny. Mm, the new Bromley Boys movie, outstanding. The what? The, the new, the new, uh, uh, new British movie, uh, fantastic movie called The Bromley Boys. Oh, I've not heard of that. Outstanding movie. What's that about? Some boys in it's, Bromley. It's set in the sixties when Bromley were a lower league team, and oh, they had they football. were they were billed as the worst football team in the country. Okay, yes. And it's a young boy's adventure of falling in love with a rubbish football team. Mm. It's got a stellar cast. It really has. Martin McClutchin, the big fella. <laughs> Martin McClutchin? And, the, well, and, and, and you, you and McIntosh, who's a big fan, I'm a big fan of and listens to this show a lot. And I, I've got yeah. a lot of time and respect for you, and he's great. Well, that sounds... Um, that one slipped me by. When did that one come out? Only about five months ago. And Freddie Foreman's son, you know, uh, Brown Bread Fred, the South London gangster, his son's in it, and his son is a quality role in it. Oh, it's, it's worth watching, Ian. It's a proper top notch. Ewan, if you're listening, Ewan, can you give us a What's it called? Made in Dagenham? The, the Bromley Boys. Ewan, give us a call. Let us know about the Bromley Boys, please. I'd like to know a little bit more about that. That one has slipped past me. If we can find a genuinely funny British. Um, comedy that I'm in. Mickey, thank you very much indeed. 0344 499 1000. Having you sat next to me is, uh, is really, you're invading my space. Do you know what? It's not a bowl of cherries for me either. Could okay. you put your leg, like, again, could you, let's, and do those up. Oh my God. This. <laughs> Kath, I dropped my pen on the floor. Could you get it for me, please? That's not a pen. Pick it up yourself. It's a ruler. Kneel down before the ruler. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Um, the new directive from the boss is that Kath and I have to sit next to each other. I'm not crazy about it. No, nor am I. It doesn't feel like... It doesn't feel right. I didn't know you had your chair quite so high. Well, it... Billy says, I'm only listening, but Ian Lee and Flipping Kath sound different when sitting next to each other. It's like they've both been put on the naughty step. It feels a lot like that. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to stick with this. I mean, it's always going to feel weird, isn't it? Because we've been doing it differently for years. This show is all about vibe for me, and <laughs> there is there is no vibe. There is negative vibe. Uh, 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. Let's see if um, Helen can, can inject some vibe into the show. Good evening, yeah. Helen. 
Hello, guys. Um, well, currently I'm the um, County of Devon. OK, um, yes, con- I know, yeah. yes, excellent, well done. Yes, so I've got a... a How is Devon these days, by the way? Lovely. Good. Still still there. Nice. I don't live in Devon, but I was brought up there. No, well, you own um, it, though. I'm assuming you, 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 check, oh, yeah, you, you yeah, keep I an do. eye on it, either through webcams sure. or grasses. I still, I still make sure there's the English Riviera and it's all doing nicely, yeah. Brilliant. And pasties and... What yeah. is it? Pasties. Cotty cream. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, okay, right. so you want to be part of this rev- this this bloodless revolution because the government is hasn't got a clue. Opposition hasn't got a clue. Uh, it's time we want to put um, we want people power as we were given in the referendum. Uh, we voted leave, and they're not going to scupper my leave. So I'm going to um, steam in and have a bloodless revolution. We're going to start our own government. Who do you want to be, Helen? Well, the thing is, have you got lots of money? Huh? You got lots of money. Why is that? I mean, can you? Well, I've just been moved over from NHS to charity because I'm an addiction clinician for the sunny borough of Wandsworth. Okay, yeah. So you're you're kicking. So you're the eviction I... commission. Addiction. Oh, I think you said eviction commission. Addiction. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, in this, in this, in this. Um, oh, we haven't yeah, got money. Sorry. We haven't got money for junkies. We haven't got money for those losers. Uh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. You Fix know, yourself. Yeah. That's what we see when they're lining up on the street. Haven't got money uh, for that. No, it's their fault. Yeah. They brought that on themselves. You know that. Yeah, Go on, be did. sensible. They did, you know, and they, they're bringing their dog in on a string with their no. uh, can of uh, special brew, and I try and help them. So I'd like to... Well, I don't know. I was going to go for DWP, but that's too unpopular. Yeah. So is there some other kind of place you could sort of... You know, shimmy someone like you know yeah, uh, addiction I, clinician into. We could actually, yeah, I know. yeah. Prisons. No, no. It's Prison. a fair place for those people oh, that she's been no. helping. We could put them in prison. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking, could you be like minister for off licenses and parties? Oh, that's good. Parties would be without. Yeah, okay. Minister parties. for parties, and that so way you can have... be in charge of of the gear. Yeah. You're holding. So make make sure it's good gear. Oh, only the only the best. We're we're in the government. Hey, all yeah, joking to one side for a second. How um, uh, how how are you doing your job with like twenty five pence amongst all of you? That must be tough, man. It is. It's hard. It it it's really hard. And um, last year we were moved from sort of mainly NHS. We're still we're still funded. Um, by the NHS, but predominantly we've like everything. It's gone to, it's gone to charity. Yeah, of course. And just you know, just like we've had all these smiling, to- I won't say toy. I'll say smiling MPs holding up the tin cans and everything. Uh, uh, food, banks. food banks. No, they're prime. Yeah, I think they are. I think it has only been Tories, hasn't it? That are, they're the only ones I've seen. Where it's and like how... you got you got some Tory idiot stood at a food bank giving a thumbs up as if to say this oh, is no. great. And how uplifting did you find it? Uh, didn't Rhys Mogg say that he found? Oh, a, yeah. d- what did he say? He found food banks uplifting or something? Uplifting. Uplifting. And you know what? He's 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 tossed that little bone of meat into the, his fellow his his peer group. And they now think that they can just go and they can smile while... And if you ever see the pictures where they set up these photos and you've got the the MP in yep. the middle smiling, holding up, you know, a, a, a can of beans. Yeah. 
and a, a, a pack of cheese. And you've got these people that have obviously been prodded to smile. And you think, oh, God, it just is so depressing. They don't, uh, they must not understand it's hideous, it's hideous. what food banks are. They must think that food banks, they must think that food banks are fun places where volunteers are kind of helping out and just helping out people so they've got a little bit extra. They don't, I, I, they, they can't realise that people are going to them because they've got nothing and they're desperate. It, it, it's, you know what, everything that you think about is the, like the worst scenario. And then you get the people that say, oh, you know, they bring it on themselves because they've got their, oh, course, of course. I mean, I think the flat screen TV has gone now because you can only get You can only get flat TV. screen TVs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, I think those sort of myths have been, but you know what? Just a recent photo of these smiling MPs in the middle of the, of these yeah. people that have been told, oh, you know, go in, you know, make, smile and it's it, it, hideous i mean we have i mean Wandsworth is Wandsworth is doing okay but there's still it it's really hard and you know i do this job and it's all the time trying to it's trying to tell the person that we can help them but it's also in the other way saying, well, you know, you've got to try and help yourself. You know, yeah. more than ever, I've been doing this for like um, eight, eight, nine years. Um, and it's trying to almost tell the person, with it's almost a fixed smile. I, I try not to do that. But it's trying to sort of tell the person with a fixed smile on your face, you know, we, we can, have you, try, have you thought of this? Have you thought of that? And you know, at the end of the day, and then you say, you know, and they say, well, I haven't been paid. I haven't got this. I haven't got that. And all the time, you are just thinking, oh, God, it's, you know, I have I have a nice life. I mean, I, I'm married, um, and my husband's doing really well. And, you know, I, I have, but it's, 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 it's this, like, dichotomy of going into work and seeing people that are really, really on their uppers. Mm. And... You know, and it, it, it just, I mean, I give to, I mean, I do my bit for, like, charity and everything, but, it, I mean, and it, it just, you know, I, and when, when, you know, Mrs. May steps up and says, oh, you know, there's no, like, poverty, and I just want to, I just like to say, just sit down with a handful of people, get Jack Monroe, get you know, get the people at mm. the fucking coalface, put them. And you know what? She's very comfortable in that role of saying that oh, poverty, huh, you peasants. And that is what I feel. And I, I'm, I'm at, as I say, I'm at the coalface every day. And it, it's hard. And I know, I know your struggles and everything. And, you know, um, and, but I'm seeing people that, haven't got the wherewithal no, no. as well yeah. to actually think, okay, two and two equals yeah. for let let's move in this direction. Let let's do this. Um and you haven't got the sort of person in between after me or, you know, a couple of step like a step before me and a step after me to help these people because you know what? When when you've got when you're really down, when you're really suffering, it, 
a can of special brew or a bag of a bag of something mm. takes a lot of this rubbish. Oh god, when your when your life is miserable and you've and you've got nothing, uh, yeah, smoking a load of spice that takes you out of yourself for an oh, hour god. or two uh, hours, and then you, then you're back to, to you're back to feeling miserable again, probably more miserable as you come down. But for those two hours, let's say. You're out of yourself and you're not feeling the pain of yeah. existence. I get, I get it. I get why people do it. And I get and why I people can... struggle to stop. Yeah, and when, when I first called, you said, oh, yeah, you know, it's all their own fault. You know, so many people still believe that. So many people still think, oh, they've just brought it on themselves. Well, you know, screw them. Because they are. You're they right. Screw them. There are there are still a lot of people. It's changing, but there are still a lot of people that think yeah, addiction is a self inflicted disease. You know, I, I work with some really really good people, um, and, and it, it, it's hard because it, the numbers aren't going down. I'd love to see a tailing off. It would be wonderful if there was like if there was if there was like oh, I've got three less people in today, yeah. or we've got we've got this less number of people in today we haven't we've got to turn people away and it breaks my heart and i i do it because i care because i mean i've never had addiction problems or anything i just went into it because i had um a family member mm. um and i did it like that and i also um lived in a, in a in a poor area for a while and i just saw people struggling and it, it, it's a struggle that may start as a normal struggle, and you know what I mean by a normal struggle, and then it's just dabbling in stuff, and it takes over, and it's, it, well, it, it worries me, and it doesn't get any better, and I, I, you know, I'm lucky I've got a husband that doesn't work in the industry, he's out of it, he takes me, he, he lifts me, and I, and I, you know, we get our own, um, we get our own support through, you know, through, through where I work. Good, good. But Times, you know, it it really it hurts. Um, and it really does hurt. Well, make sure you look after yourself, Helen. Oh no, I, I am. I don't Good. worry about that, Ian. Um, but anyway, so. Where where am I going to be? Oh, your minister. Parties, this is the good news. Parties. Your minister for parties. Okay. Um, you can confiscate their drugs when they come in, and then you can share it with us. Um, yeah. But I okay. feel a bit weird making jokes about that now. But what the yeah, hell? We're in. Um, you so, know what? We we've done the serious stuff, but yeah. also we like we like we like the funny stuff as well. I actually love that I am minister of parties. So I'm I'm, I'm I own Devon and I'm minister of parties. <laughs> God, some people, some people, they're so lucky and they're privileged. This is, she's the oh elite. My goodness me, I'm living the dream, man. I thank you. Helen, nice to talk to you and thanks for all yeah, the work that you do. It's appreciated. You thank you. Yeah, and you. Bye-bye. Hang in bye. there. Tutty bye. What a nice lady. Um, what a very nice person. Um, you know, thank God there are people out there who are prepared to help against um, ever-worsening um, situations. Um, 0344 499 is the telephone number. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. No, go back, go back round there, because this, this is not happening. Hang on, let me get down, because I could call... Do you need a ladder? Yes, I could have an injury at work. This is a stupid idea, Denny Morris. You're a joke. You're a, you're a joke. You're a pathetic human being. You put your chair back in your office, Denny. You're a disgrace to the Aboriginal race. But your boomerang won't come back. Get out of here. I don't want to hear your nonsense again. 
Good evening, dear listener. The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio 0344 499 I'm Ian Lee. Who the hell are you, lady? Catherine. I'm guessing my kittens Saturday morning at 10.30. I'm not allowed any kittens. Um, lucky and mucky. I've had to write down which is which. I come in 10.30 on... Uh, but why do you always call in from a withheld number? That's the question I have to ask you. But why do you always call in from a withheld number? Okay, you tell you what, you answer the question, and uh, we because I, I like some of your calls. Some of them I think are rubbish, and I would say fifty-fifty. Fifty are okay, sometimes good. F- the other fifty are pony, sometimes offensive. But it always calls in from a withheld number. That guy, always, always. Maybe he's a famous singer. Engelbert Humperdinck was in, was. and I came in and I smacked him in the nose, and, and he said, "What? What is that for?" I said, because you kept Penny Lane and Strawberry Fields off number one, you absolute joke. How dare you? How dare you break the Beatles' string of number one hit singles? How dare you? And and, uh, my security pulled me off. Um, mm -hmm, Where are you going? Changing this shot. You're hugging it. Your face. Big old moon face. Moon face. Moonface.com. Um, let's go to uh, Angela. Good evening, Angela. Hi, Ian. Oh, it's uh, Angela, our resident psychic, who's even better than David Babcock, who I think might be a fraud. Hello, Angela. Hello. How are you guys? Doing very, very well, Angela. Mm, sorry I've not been in touch, but I've been a bit under the weather. <laughs> Here's, I've just had some news straight from the monkey's go. mouth. The, the, the Mickey Darlings and Mike Nesmith are going to tour Australia. Oh, mm-hmm. so I kind of sent a little sneaky message to Mickey. Spoke to his wife. When are the guys coming over here? Nah. Oh no, they're not coming over here. Why? They've not had a good enough offer. Uh, Come on, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got to say, right? I've got to say. <laughs> Oh, God, the person whose name I said I wouldn't mention anymore. Don't. No, I know. His latest tweet, Ian Lee preaching about the homeless and food banks whilst continuing to bang on about his mortgage and gaff out in the sticks. Hashtag hypocrite. Hashtag bellends, Billy. Do you want me to read out the email you sent me today where you sucked up to me? Where you sucked up to me? You, you weirdo. Block. That's, you never get, Just go away, you absolute sick... Human being, you're blocked. I won't see those now. There we go, blocked. Well, you're breathing very, very loudly, Angela. I mean, we're glad you're breathing. <clears throat> yeah, I'm breathing. Good. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was, as you think, I've been listening. How's, how's everything with you We've guys? missed you. We've missed you. You've not called for a while, and we wondered whether uh, you'd been taken over to, to the other side. We thought maybe you'd been covered in ectoplasm. Um, you, you had a, you had a group of men around you. You're all holding hands, and ectoplasm covered you. And then, um, did, did anything like that? Did you did did they enter the dark side? Did anything like that happen? Um, no, I've just been busy with all, all my groups and getting fresher. Getting with your groups yeah. and getting fresher. Well, that sounds great. Good. Things great. Pro- those are mm. those are priorities. Get uh, groups yeah. and getting fresh air. I'm getting yeah. a bike rack delivered tomorrow to put on my car, so that means mm. I can drive to the woods, which is, is a little bit too far for me to cycle to. But it's uh, I can drive to the woods and then cycle through the woods because I'm bored of being a fat man. Whoa, I want to get a bit slimmer. 
I wanna get some stamina so I can do lots of things like go on like a Jurassic bunny, baby. Oh my god. Well, I've got um, a tricycle, so I'll come with you. We could go dogging in the woods together. You've been dogging, Angela. You strike me as the sort that probably would. In my younger days. Tell me more, tell me more. I can't remember. I'm 55. So, but how, how old were you when you went dogging? I can't remember. Probably in the early 20s. Early 20s? And what, you go, like, to mm. car parks or woods or shopping no. centres? No. Little? Okay. <laughs> I made no. myself laugh with that. Imagine someone dogging in Lidl. I'm sure Lidl would never, would never allow that. Although no, they don't no. have much staff in there, so it might take a while before you got chucked out. Um, don't forget they had the security... Um, Cameras in those days, did they? No, they didn't. Especially when me and my friends used to go to the pub and um, didn't get back till late. And uh, so, what you would pick up men in the pub? In the pub. Well, when we finished with the pub, we used to hang around, but there was no security cameras in those days. Was so there? you were dogging in a pub? No, not dogging. Just messing around with your friend. Yeah. What like more horseplay than dogging? Okay. <laughs> So what were you doing with your friend in a pub? This is the greatest call just of chatting the time. Out, oh. Just chatting outside. Oh, I think you've misunderstood. Dogging doesn't mean chatting. Oh, I know what you mean. But no, the, 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 we just, me and my friends just used to chat outside the pub. OK. All right. Well, that's that. OK. All hours. <laughs> well, open all hours. <laughs> mm. <laughs> all right, Angela, what have you got for us tonight, please? Um, nothing much. I just thought I'd better say hi. Hi. Say hi. 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 And I hope it's... So, are you going to be busy for the next few weeks with Christmas? And we're going to do with the who, with the what, with the where now? Are you going to be busy with Christmas shopping? I've done most of my Christmas shopping, done it all online. It's all getting... De- most of it's been delivered. I've got a few more bits and pieces coming. Um, and I treated myself to um, a dish rack to go on by my sink. Yeah, I did Hypocrite. Yeah. Hypocrite. 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 How dare you talk about the homeless and drug... Well, actually, we weren't talking about the homeless. How dare you talk about drug addicts while you've got... you're buying yourself... Uh, uh, well, here's the thing. I am a drug addict. I was in a drug meeting earlier on today, and I am proof that by staying clean and working a programme and getting off drugs... I now have got coming tomorrow my very own dish rack. So it's not hypocritical. Well done, mate. It's life beyond my wildest dreams, guys. I'm buying my own dish rack. Hey. <laughs> what about, um... Huh? I can't think what I was trying to say something then, but it wasn't come out. <laughs> so, well, then let's leave it in. It wasn't meant to be. Actually, nice to talk to you as always. I'm glad to hear from you after such a long time. Oh, three... Four 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 nine nine one thousand. Hey, it's good. What's Sandra and Louise coming up next? So that's this is. I can't wait. No, well, this is more. What I'm saying is, um, I'm going to ask them if they can twerk. No. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about. We can't control. On talk radio. Yes, great. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative on Talk Radio. You can listen on DAB. Download the app or any of the radio apps. There's loads of them. Tune in and Radio Player, or go to talkradio.co.uk. And dear God, if you have a radio diary, please, for the love of all that is holy, tick it now, please. I beg of thee. Um, let's go to Sandra. Happy campus nacht. Oh, Alf Dame Deutsch, campus nacht. Uh 
Well, yeah. I know Nacht is night, but what's the first bit? Krampus. Oh, Krampus is great. He's like the dark version of uh, St Nicholas. Oh, and he so... punishes bad boys oh, and girls. Oh, I've been a bad boy. Oh, it's great. Just Google him. It's great. It's so great. hang on, what happens? What happens tonight then? Oh, well, to... he comes and takes um, all the all the the bad children who don't believe. He and t- he uh, punishes them. them. Hey. He spanks them. Oh, ow! Is he the same guy who puts him in a sack? Yes, yes. Yeah. Mm, this is great. Drags them into the underworld and puts them in snow globes out the movie. I yeah. have been reminded of a great film I'm going to show you, Catherine. You talk about putting people in sacks. A film called Audition. Right, it's, it's a Japanese oh, film. Have you seen it, Sandra? Oh, yeah. It's the Japanese I, film. Yeah. Mate. Oh, well, bunch of, come on. Isn't it? It's, it's yeah. Takeshi Miyuki directed it. He was insane. And it's this guy, uh-huh. and I think his wife dies, and he's a bit lonely, and his friend says, well, find another girl. Oh, I can't be bothered. He said, well, what do we do? We'll pretend we're putting on a movie, making a movie, and we'll just audition hot girls. And I go, all right, fine. So they do it. All right. Um, and then he kind of falls for this this one girl, and um, I, I haven't seen it for a long time, but she gets furious when she finds out there's a no actual movie, and it gets it's it is twisted, isn't it, Sandra? Oh, well, I tell you, bunch of, I didn't I didn't go and see it, but he showed Necro, someone who has sex with dead people anyway. Oh, really Necro something. Oh, I can't remember the name, but it's not my cup Burnt of Church, of course. We love Burnt Church. Oh, there is. Great. Let's just say that if you love um, Ian and Kath and you love the Burnt Church in Glasgow, let's just say well, maybe maybe there might be a little collaboration in Glasgow Ooh, in March. Let's just say there might be wow. a full weekend with one evening a rabbit hole followed by. Um, a burnt church, burnt, burnt church rabbit hole picture show extravaganza. That, that, that's that's being discussed. Oh, I was hoping you were going to do that. Oh, the thing I mean, is, we it's Graham, isn't it, who, who runs it? Um, and, and, Graham, yeah, yeah. We, he's such an inspiration. He's such a nice guy, and we mm-hmm, message each other. And he kind of said, "When he when he coming up? I want I want you to come up." I said, well, okay, well, I'm, I'm keeping January and February free because I want to hang out with my kids. But supposing we came up, like, mm-hmm. March, could we come and do a pod, record a podcast one night and then screen a movie together? And he's like, yep, 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 yep. He's even offered <laughs> us his spare room in his place. <laughs> so, uh, which oh, could you be... Bet. You bet. Hello? Well, she hung up. She's gone. She's off to get, get tickets straight away. <laughs> She's not messing about. Go and get her back. She's like, oh, t- well, the, the tickets aren't on sale yet. We don't have a date yet. But that's going to happen. That's going to happen. Hopefully, March. We'll have a little look. Um, I'll ping over. I'll ping you some dates later in the week. And then we'll ping them over to him. And, um, yeah, I mean, he's the inspiration for us setting up a film club ourselves. And also, it's also he's a nice guy. When he came on, I think we, we all kind of clicked. Um, her, her phone's died. She's gone. That's it. She's been murdered. Talking talk about Audition. Audition's a great film. Takeshi Miyuki is a one messed up director. Um, and also it's that thing of, we, you know, okay, we have, we have news call behind us for this show, okay. Um, Scott Taunton was on, um, the media show today. Oh. Yeah, it was was very interesting, actually. Um. Saying nice things about us? Yeah, yeah, he said, he said, um, that I was brilliant. And, um, uh, and you suck. And, uh, but, but we also do smaller stuff that isn't, you know, financed by one of the biggest news corporations in the world. Um, the, the rabbit hole and the picture show and the Twitch and all this other small stuff. And we are pre- if people are doing creative 
different things on their own or just a small group of people then we're totally cool with supporting that and 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 getting into that vibe so yes vibe so yes sandra's back hello hello calm, again calm down sandra calm down calm down yeah calm down i know it's happening right. I, I, I was just saying my 18 year old we were just kind of told that you have to start kidney dialysis pretty soon so um he has to work what but, Kidney dialysis. Oh, no! Your son? My son, my 18-year-old, yeah. Uh, I kind of knew when he was a baby, we were told, but you know what I mean? When he's, you just kind of put it aside, you know. Of course you do. You, uh, you think things have... Okay. Yeah. So when does he ask, when does he start dialysis? Pretty soon. They were saying probably early New Year. Okay. And will the dialysis, will it keep him steady or will it improve his life? At the moment, his, his, his health and his life. Well, he's going to have to go to the hospital three times a week, but I'll keep him well. You know okay. what I mean? And then, so, but, and then, then waiting for a, for a transplant. Yeah, and it's a horrible thing to think about. But my my daughter's kind of offered. Wow, so, that's amazing. That's that. Well, you is, well then you've you've done a good job of bringing them up. If if she's she's done that, well done. She's a great girl. I know. Well oh, done. Well, you can. We took, we took, I mean, I'm going to make this next year as special for him as I can. So we started off on Friday. We went to see War of the Worlds. Um, Jeff Wayne's. Oh, it was fantastic. Isn't there an, supposed to be a new production of it? With Oh, it was wonderful. Is it? This, it's got the... Um, who's in it now? Oh, it's the, uh, the guy with the dreads. The white guy with the dreads. What's his name? Um, oh, is he Australian? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, Jason, Don, Jason Donovan's in it as well. Isn't there well, isn't there one? Isn't there a version? Maybe it's a new album. Isn't there a version with Michael Sheen yeah. in it? Is he in this Michael one? Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen's in the Audible. The Audible. Oh, version. he's in the Audible version. I knew I'd heard Michael Sheen. Newton Faulkner. Yeah. Thank you. I knew I heard Michael Newton Sheen Faulkner. and 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 War of the Worlds. Right, that's on Audible. Okay. Right. That was great. And then on Saturday, we went to see Anna and the Apocalypse, which I recommend, which yep. is a song and dance film about zombies. A Christmas festive oh, special. Wow, then like Sunday fun. we were at Bunt Church and we went to Critters. Yay! Yeah, I've never seen it before. So I don't. Wonderful. I don't know if I've seen Critters because a lot of these eighties films, when they came out, I didn't have money yeah. to go to the cinema. I certainly didn't exactly. go to the cinema every other week like you kind of do now. And yeah. I, I was, you know, I was renting out like karate films and and stuff like that. <laughs> so I didn't really see a lot of the classic eighties yeah. movies. I know it's, it's wonderful. I really recommend it. All right. Well, <laughs> it's listen. Funny. Well, listen, Sandra. Um, best luck for your boy. Um, I, you know, and uh, I, I've got my fingers crossed, and I hope everything works out. I'm sure it will. Right. But it's... And I hope, hope, hope to see you in March. That'd be great. Yeah. Kathy. Well, keep yeah. li- keep listening because we're gonna we're gonna me and Kath are gonna get some dates, and I'll go back to him and see what he's got, and we'll we'll come up mm-hmm. definitely. We loved it last time we come, came to Glasgow, so we'll, we'll we'll go and do it for a little bit longer next time. Oh, good. Wonderful. All right, Sandra. Nice to talk to you. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Everyone's got something going on, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Everyone has. Imagine. I can't imagine a period in my life when I go, yeah, everything's fine. How's everything going? No, everything, everything is fine. There'll Kid, be a moment when you come up. Well, w- w- when there's no issue whatsoever. Yeah. The kids are well. Work is good. Everyone's healthy. I don't know. I can't imagine that. Everybody's got something. Oh three, four four, four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If um, 
you want to give us uh, a call. I have to say, before I go to Louise, I saw my youngest Christmas show today at school. It was great. I loved it. He was Joseph, the, uh, the cuckolded husband. Uh, and then tomorrow I'm seeing another Christmas show, my eldest son. Um, I don't think it's, thank, thank God, I'm doing a joke here. I don't think it's the nativity. Thank God. Because nativity is about God and Christ. So I don't think it's a nativity. Thank Christ. That's, there you go. That's a little bit stronger. So I'm going to say, here's the joke. I don't think it's the nativity. Thank God. Um, it's a bit Jeff. It's nearly his birthday. Uh, yeah, it's true, actually, yes. Um, but here's the thing, right? They start, and I loved this the show today. It was it was wonderful. And then the teacher started vamping on the piano. I thought, oh God, no! And I was right. Twelve Days of Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, worst yeah, yeah. song. I hate songs that repeat themselves, and they just do a list that gets longer. And unlike some online trolls, I was who I humiliated and destroyed today. The list doesn't keep getting long. Doesn't numbers don't go up? Yes, it does. So it's in the first day, on the second day, two, one, one. Three, two, one, four, three, two, one, five, 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 four, three, two, one, six, seven. It's just not, it's so boring. If the whole song was the, to the tune of the five gold rings, ten lords are leaping, nine rubber ducks, eight cellar things, seven, two, 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 Six drums are drumming, five gold rings, four turtle doves, three wally bags, two, two wally bags, <laughs> two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> if it that was would that, be awful. If it was that, I'd be in. But as it stands, oh god, it's like there's loads of kids' stories, right? Um. The, the the exceptionally tall giant. Was it the elegantly dressed giant? Smartest uh, giant the in smartest town. The smartest giant in town, that guy. That's, that's, it's not quite the same, but it's similar. The, the old lady who swallowed a, sh- a shoe, the fly, all of that stuff. Where they just repeat stuff and add stuff. You think, oh, come on! Also, I think it's irresponsible. Even as a kid, I remember thinking, oh, come on, hurry up! Do the last one, then the first one, then we're done! Crying out loud. Can't swallow a horse anyway. Well, I have, but... Um, but it was chopped up. I think it was a euphemism, actually. Good evening, really? Louise. Good evening. What Hope you got? guys are well. None of your business. None of your business. I didn't say hi. I said hope. It's still, well, yeah, but it's still the implication. It's still... But that's... It's still none of your business. It works. It still works. <laughs> still, still works. Well, um... Two very, very quick ones for yeah. you, because I know you're going to the news. Yes. Um, first one is, I've got quite good news. Um, I've got the go-ahead to do another reduction. For Here the, we go. The Get reduction. in there. Yes, yes. Get Happy in there. Day. Yes, yes. We just need to get a date set, and <laughs> we know what one it's going to be. Happy days. Yes. So um, that's brilliant. And I've got a date for the injection into my back, which will hopefully help with the mobility. Yes. So I can't twerk. No, I can't twerk. Um, but um, I would like to become part of your government. Okay, what are you going to be? Um, could I be Foreign Secretary, please? Um, what languages do you speak? Um, I speak English and gibberish. Okay, well, that'll be good when you go to Gibraltar. Oh, 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 oh
Excuse me! They, they speak English. No, oh, no, no. They speak gibberish in Gibraltar. Do they speak Spanish? And, and English. Yeah. Dirty, dirty Gibraltans. Never been... Gibraltarian. Oh, are they? Mm. Oh, I, bet they're all, I bet they're all at each other. Uh, Louise, it's there. Perfect. Thank you very much indeed. Stephen, stay there. You're going to be the first call after the news at 11 o'clock. This is shaping up to be a pretty average show tonight, and I can handle that. I can handle that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome. This is the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Weeknights from 10 o'clock only on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. is the phone number. A bit Paul McCartney. 2008, I'm going to say. 2007. I like that album. Memory Almost Full. It's Paul McCartney's Revolver. That's what I think. I was listening to um, Chris and Ryan, who've been on the show, the uh, Take It Away podcast. Guys, the latest issue um, dissects that album. And it's my favourite Paul McCartney album. And they're kind of a bit... "Ah, There's some good stuff on it. It's okay. Those guys... 
I got good mind to travel to America and kick their butts. Instead, I just sent um, Ryan a text saying, really good show this week, guys. I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. But thinking, thinking, all the time thinking, you're wrong. This is the Late Night Alternative. My name is Ian Lee. I was in the jungle. I stole some strawberries and I've been on radio and I did the 11 o'clock show. Who are you? Catherine Boyle. This is what happens if you do your homework. You see? Uh, It's a late night phoning show unlike any other in that we will sit here and we will talk nonsense. We will dissect obscure Paul McCartney solo albums. uh, And you are welcome to call in. About I'm I'm hesitating slightly. I've got a sore throat. I'm run down. Got a sore throat. Hypocrite. Sore throat, and I've got a mouth ulcer on my tongue. So it's just a little bit hard to speak. So I'm a little bit I'm a little bit pain, but I'm being very brave and be a very brave soldier about it. Um, but you can call in about any of the stuff that we're talking about. And so far, we have talked about the Twelve Days of Christmas being the worst song ever. Uh, we're doing a, a bloodless revolution uh, because this government ain't got a clue what they're doing. The opposition ain't got a clue what they're doing. I've been, li- I've been watching from the sidelines for a while, getting more and more frustrated with the Belgeses that are leading this country. And I'm thinking, I could literally do infinitely better than all of them. I've got a feeling that the, the, the political system as we know it is going to collapse. And when that collapse happens, I'm going to steam in there and set up my own government. I was watching The Apprentice today. Yes, I know. I was sat next to you. Seeing a lot of similarities in the um, bullshine spouted in negotiations. Go on, let's hear this. This will be good. By by The Apprentice candidates. Yes. And some of our politicians, some of our leading politicians. For example, now take it to the next level. You've set the the groundwork. Now let's get to the giggles. Peter Lilly today was saying that we were... Peter Lilly had a ten-foot willy, so he showed it to the girl next door. That's not been proven. She thought it was a snake, so she hit it with a rake, and now it's only five foot four. Lord Peter Lilly, indeed, these days. If you don't mind, thank you very much. By your leave. Wouldn't be leaping very high if he had a willy that big. No. Could skip over it. Yes. Um, but he was saying there's going to be millions. We'd be able to go go in there, leave without um, a deal, and no. we'd be so rich, no. rolling in it. And it reminded me a lot of um, that apprentice um, candidate who uh, was asked about how they were going to sell these dodgy chocolates that they made. He said, "Oh yeah, well, well we've got an extra. We'll, we'll spend an extra." I want a thousand on yeah. it, yeah. yeah no well, listen, those guys haven't got a clue. So we're going to form our own government. I'm the prime minister. Um, Patrick is the minister for customer relations. Uh, Catherine is the minister for Michael Gove. Mm-hmm. Mickey is the minister without portfolio. Um, Helen is the minister for parties, and Louise is. Um, I've put foreign for security. Now that isn't. What... That's not it. She said foreign secretary. Well, I've written foreign for security. So okay, Louise so is foreign. Bad. Louise is foreign for security. Okay, unfortunately, that's just the way it goes. It's just the way it goes. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It was uh, the first hour was for the lady for the twerkers. Um, this second hour seems to be for the shirkers. There's a lot of guys on my switchboard. Let's go to Stephen first. Good evening, Stephen. Evening, Ian. Even evening, Catherine. Even Hello. evening, Catherine. Um, before I was going to say, ask the things I was going to ask, um, for your government, could I be Minister for Defence, please? Well, well what, what martial arts do you know? Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of archery, but, you know, because we may be so reduced in circumstances, we need, we need to bring back the English and Welsh archers, as we had in the Battle, Battle of Agincourt. You know, I mean, it may be useful. How many fights have you won, Stephen? Um, probably... Um, Three, but losing to girls mainly. Yes, when I was a child. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's, won, he's won three. That's more than no, I. No, he said losing won. three, losing. No, he to said girls. you won three, didn't you? No, he's had. Yeah, won. Th- he's won three, won three, and he's lost more. Well, he's lost to a girl. So yes, I mean, yeah, yeah. That, but that makes me an equal Steve, opportunist. I can batter you, um, Stephen. So that means nothing. Yeah, let's not make jokes about battering, Stephen. Stephen. 
could do. I, I'm, I'm not going to make I mean you it. Minister for Defence, but I am going to make you in charge of the darts. Could I ask you to liaise with Helen, who's the Minister for Parties? Oh, yeah, well, they're quite similar subjects, aren't they? Well, really? the two so... could be linked. So, so you're in char- You're not even a minister, I'm afraid, Stephen, but you are in charge of the darts. We've only got one set, unfortunately. The other set got lost. Um, so if you liaise with Helen, the Minister for Parties, um, I think that could be really helpful for everybody. So thank you for that, brother. Right, thank you. Now, can I, can I say some things that are completely disparate and unconnected? Is that OK? Yeah, someone's just... Someone's just um, by the way... Spencer's just said, here's something weird. If you draw a face on a Brussels sprout, you get Steve Allen. And, um... I mean, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea who Steve Allen is. He's um, not, not a very important wrong. person, but that does look like, that, um, that's funny. how I imagine. Yes, Stephen, away you go, sir. Well, actually, I was thinking of, I was thinking of you today because I went into a well-known uh, convenience store, supermarket, and Tesco. I was thinking of your fly Tesco. situation, your health fly yes. problem. Yeah, I've got, but my, 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 my top floor, my loft conversion, every time we go up there, there's about 30 to 50 dead flies on the floor. I don't go up there a lot. It's not like every day, but I might go up there, you know, once every 10 to 12 days. On average. On average. And there's flies, there's flies, there's flies everywhere. Well, this wouldn't help with those on the floor, but yeah. I don't know if you've seen these things. They're like a mini tennis racket that gives an electric yep. shock. Yep, yep. I've, seen I've seen them. I've seen them. I've oh. used them on my own hand, and they hurt. They're good for the ones that are living. But here's the thing. I need to find the source of these flies. I've got to get to the nub of the fly situation. And I've got to, I've got to destroy them at the source. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, they'll breed like anything, yeah. Well, they'll breed like flies, which is what exactly what they're doing, dirty buggers. Imagine having sex with a fly. Oh, no, it's terrible. Well, even the fly movie put me off, yeah. Um, that was a good no. film, that. Which one? The, there was the Jeff Goldblum. Who was the first was one? It was it Eric Stoltz was one? No, Eric well, Stoltz no. was Mask. It was Peter Cushing, wasn't it? Well, no, there was one where I saw... Vincent, Vincent Price. Price. Vincent was, Price. Well, but, but he was the good one in it, the, the oh. good guy. Oh, and the, but then yeah. didn't he crush the fly at the end? Yeah, accidentally. Help me! Because help, help me! Help me! Excuse me, Eric Stoltz, the fly too. That's the fly too. That's not the fly. We were talking he's about the fly. No, he's killed by a spider. The oh. one that's saying "help me" in a squeaky voice. A big spider comes to no. web and, and before Vincent Price can rescue the guy, he just no. gets gobbled by the spider. Yeah, right. wriggled and tiggled and jiggled inside her. Perhaps she'll right. die. She did. Can I ask you? Yeah. Um, months and months ago, yeah. do you remember the Swiss girl? I think it was that was going to do an experiment in sensory deprivation. Jasmine. What happened? She died. Jasmine died. No. Yeah, Jasmine died. She did. Sen- she she um, did an experiment in sensory deprivation where she wore an eye mask for twenty minutes and and then she died. And that's actually true. I don't know. She tweets all the time. Phone in for um, for Nicole, goodness sakes, Jasmine. Phone in. She's on Twitter. She reckons she can cure um, glasses wearing. Yeah. Now, she reckons. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, she's delightful, but she's an absolute um, fruitcake. Okay, I was about to say that. Yeah. And finally, the, oh, sorry, you've got two more things. Yeah. Right. I don't, don't know why I I'll think... Be the, I'll be the judge of that. You might have only one more thing. Let's see. Yeah. Well, I, I was thinking of Catherine, maybe just because she's northern. She might know this, but there's she's no reason why she should be an expert more than you, Ian. But mm-hmm. I was thinking today, what's the difference between a Chorley cake and an Eccles cake? Is one puff pastry and the other 
got something in it that the other one don't doesn't. Know. I've never heard of a chorley cake. Don't know what cake. cake is. What's a chorley cake? Chorley cake. Chorley chorley. Cakes, and they've got maybe raisins in or something, but they look like an Eccles cake, but they're not. I think, um, can I name a supermarket? Well, it's not illegal, is it? I mean, Asda do them, I think, shortly. <gasps> that was illegal! You asked oh. whether you could name it, and then you didn't wait for the response. You just steamed ahead to do it. Right, now we're in big oh. trouble. Lots of supermarkets have them. Tesco, Sainsbury's. No, they don't. they don't. I've never seen them. They don't. I've never seen a, ch- a choldy cake. I mean, don't false advertise as Lies. well as breaking the law. Lies. Right. Um, final point, because I'm hovering over the cut-you-off button, Stephen. Finally, Ian, could you... Actually, I was thinking of sending you a Christmas present. I was going to ask you which you, which of these you would prefer. OK. Would you prefer something classical? Because you wouldn't remember, but I'm mainly into classical music rather than rock, even though I do talk about rock. Oh, God, don't send me any rockabilly. Remember that pervert that was sending me, load, like, literally 50... And then got upset when you didn't want it. When I didn't play it, and then, then we checked his timeline, and he was a dirty boy. That wouldn't be me. Okay, no. Would you prefer something classical, or would you prefer something Led Zeppelin? Oh, not Led Zeppelin. Well, no, Led Zeppelin, you don't send me anything, of course. Classical. So, a cello concerto? Yeah, I'd love it. I'd love a cello concerto. Well, I might think of that. And Catherine, how about yourself? Oh, please don't buy me anything. Oh, let him buy you a little... He'll he'll just rip it off the internet and make a bootleg. This guy's a thief. This guy's a music thief. I don't like... I'm a very giving person, you see. Surprise surprise me, but please Well, you're being so miserable. He's offered to buy us a present. Whatever we say, he's not going to say no. He's going to get a a nice little CD for me. Well, go on. Surprise me. Oh, she's a miserable cow. Don't send her anything, Stephen. Don't send me anything. Right, send her two things. Don't send me anything. Send her three things. I don't. To be honest, I think if you have to ask someone what present to buy them, you're not buying them a present. No, here's the thing. Here's the thing you're not getting right. Be thoughtful. No, no, no. Here's the thing you're not getting is that people have an attachment to this show. And and though we're not friends, they kind of perceive us as being more intimate in their lives. Basically, they want to show their gratitude, right? Am I getting close to this, Stephen? Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, you're actually in my bedroom right now. Dirty boy. So, he wants yeah. to show his gratitude for um, for us doing what is, let's be honest, the greatest late-night radio show ever, right? And I get that, I get that now. I hadn't, didn't get that before, but I get it now. Now, I could say to him, Stephen, don't send us anything, mate. Don't send us anything. But he probably would send us something anyway. So why not say... Oh, he's given me a choice of Led Zeppelin or classical. Well, I'd like to get a bit more into classical music. I've always wanted to, but I wouldn't know where to start. He sounds like he knows what he's talking about. I'd love a classical CD. Thank you very much indeed. Catherine. No, thanks. Oh, you're such a cow. Then you see, and I was going to be complimentary to Catherine. You can still be complimentary. You can still be complimentary, even though I don't want your bribes. A little bit less of the sass. You can still be complimentary. You can still be complimentary. I agree with that guy that said he liked Catherine's voice. I don't mean this in a smutty way. I'm not going to say I like her to Smutty. It'd be smutty. Be smutty yeah, with. But I think you should make a good voice on like an audio book. You know, an, I really mean that. A, an, of, audio, an audio book. Audio book. An audio book. <laughs> go on, what book would you. Go on, read, read a book. Everyone, hey, hey, I've got a book. Hang on a minute, let's do it. Got my Eric Idle I think she should, should be good at doing a, a talking book. There we go. Right, hang on a minute. Here's, here's me, Eric Idle. Just, just, just read. Just read. Okay. Just read. This is your audition. This could be, if there's any producers out there, it's Catherine Boyle. Um, here she goes reading for audiobooks, for, for, the, um, uh, for the, de- uh, the blind. NBC loved the script, and suddenly we were a go. Gary Weiss was sent to co-direct with me, which was great because we'd already made two short films together for SNL. The first one I wrote was drag racing, and the second, body language, was one of the funniest things I ever wrote. 
Lorne had carefully okay. explained to uh, me that sadly, uh, because uh, I was, this is bit, quite good. It's a bit boring, to be honest, Stephen. She's got quite a monotone, lifeless voice. <laughs> so, no, I think we're going to pass on that. Well, can, can you do me a favour? Uh, Before you go, could you play? No, okay. 0344... Come on, mate. No. 0344 Don't limit my sass, mate. None of your business. I'm putting your sass in a box mm. and I'm pulling the plug out of your sass. My sass, sass is none of your business. Your sass hole is getting on my nerves. Leave my sass alone. <laughs> the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh, no. Oh, 0344-499-1000 is the phone number. The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. Yes, G? Evening, boss. Evening, boss. Uh, Thanks for your call. Let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Evening, I've got a number of controversial points to make tonight. Okay, well, let's see how many we get through before I get tired of it and cut you off. Okay, first one, big debating point for you, Ian, as well. Yes. Right. ABBA were better songwriters than the Beatles. Well, that's not true. ABBA were rubbish. Next. Well, I think they were both good songwriters. And rubbish. But, um, no, ABBA were good and Beatles were good. No, the Beatles were good. ABBA were, um, pony. They had about three decent songs. The rest were formulaic rubbish. In your opinion? No. Yes. No, no, it's a fact. How can you claim it to be a fact when ABBA's popularity has been better than the Beatles over the years. Yeah, Mr Blobby sold more, and the Mr Blobby single sold more than any Beatles single ever. It makes it better than Penny Lane, does it? No, of course it doesn't. The number, Kokomo sold more copies than Good Vibrations. Is Kokomo better than Good Vibrations? No, of course it's not. People are stupid, you know that. So the fact that ABBA sold so many records means absolutely nothing. I know artists that have sold 100 records, and they whittle all over ABBA. Can you name one, then? Can I name one what? Like you said, that they've sold only 100 records. Yeah, R.W. Hedges. There you go. Guy's genius. I'll have to check him out. You should check him out. He's better than ABBA. And I want him to put that on his next CD. Okay. well, thank you for that. That's an interesting debate. It was... Is that that the end of the... Of course I won. The only good good song... The the, the, the only good... Waterloo, obviously, is a great song, great pop song, but it's, 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 it's no more... Complicated. Eagle. Eagle, that's the oh, best. Oh, 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 God. Are you, are you, are you drunk tonight? Because you're talking out, out of your hat. Um, well, I told Sam what I'd had tonight, yes. Well, well, so, so what? I don't, well, <laughs> I don't care what you tell Sam. Sam doesn't go, ring through and go, by the way, this is what they've told me tonight, Ian. You're doing well like that. Um, OK, well, that explains why you're... OK, you're drunk, so that's why you're talking about ABBA being good. OK, I get it. Right, yes. Next point! Next point is, right, whatever's happening to Brexit doesn't matter, because in a few years' time, the world's going to end anyway. Oh, now we're getting, now we're getting heavy, now we're getting in. Why? What's happening? What have you heard? What's, 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 what have you heard? Climate change, first. Yes. Uh, Climate change will produce a lot of uh, chaos all over the world. (laughs) And, um. Well, the world's not going to end. We're all going to die, but the world's going to carry on. Well, it might. I think we are all going to die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that. definite, that's definitely happening, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's happening. So, 
Oh, that's not so controversial, then, I guess. No, that's not controversial. Hey, listen, man, don't call me drunk. All right, then, I'm sorry. No, 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 but again, listen, don't be sorry, but we've had this conversation, man, so many times, right? I don't like drunk Alistair, I like sober Alistair. And, you know, you, you, you try too hard and there's an edge, there's an edge to this phone call that shouldn't exist. We're arguing about ABBA, man, and, and there's an edge, and there shouldn't be an edge. Uh, ABBA, uh, well, if you I were sober, like ABBA a lot, that's all I'm saying. There you go, there's the edge, man, and it's because you're drunk, Alistair. And I know that if I were to keep... Here's the reason I held off the ABBA argument when I could have gone nuclear on you, is that if I went nuclear on you, I'd get a load of insults. No, you wouldn't. Well, I don't know that, but the, the, the history... I've learned from before. I've... Which time did you learn from? The first time or the second time or the last time? Which, which was the one that you learnt from? I'm not saying that to shame you. I'm saying that to show that the, there are... It's the not last just... time. I mean, and the, I felt guilty about everything that I've done, which is bad towards you and cut off. Oh, no, but now also, I don't, wanna, I don't want to hear this. I don't... I don't... I don't... Man, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear you feeling bad and beating yourself up about all of that stuff because that is private. That is your stuff. Well, it's not just you guys. It's my friends and family as well. Well, so. then you need to go and speak to your... You need to get sober and speak to your friends and family about it. Yes. You know, I'm cool, man. I'm cool. But here's the thing. I can't have a free-form, um, uh, relaxed argument, in inverted commas, about ABBA being rubbish when I'm worried that the person I'm, I'm talking to is going to take it personally, is going to call me an effing C, is going to hang up and then tweet a load of abuse to other listeners. I can't, I can't get into the groove then. Because I'm dealing with, with, more, with, with the unknown quantity, which is your alcoholism. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I know. I can't argue with that. I know you can't. I'm a clever guy. Um, so listen, just don't phone me drunk. This is the one, the, the one simple thing, and and I've said it in a friendly way the last couple of times. I'm going to say it in a little, slightly stronger way, but still, still a friendly um, heart to it. Do not phone me drunk. I I do not want to speak to you drunk. I like speaking to you sober a lot. The sober you is a great guy. Drunk you is a dick, right? And I don't want to speak to drunk you, man, because you're better than that. All right, man. I agree. Good. I'm glad you agree. I'm That's sorry progress. To, I'm sorry don't say sorry. Don't say sorry to me anymore. I don't want you to say sorry to me anymore ever again. You don't need to, right? Okay. So then, and you you saying sorry? I know because I do it a lot. You saying sorry to me, just no, um, I regret phoning up drunk like you say. I you saying you, you saying sorry to me, and I know because I do this, just reaffirms in your head that you are a worthless piece of shit, which you're not, right? You're a good guy, so you don't even you don't need to say sorry to me. Uh, uh, all I'm going to say is. If you uh, phone up again and Sam thinks you've been drinking, uh, he is well within his rights. I give him full power. He's got the power anyway, but I'm, I'm just make, saying it out loud so he knows. If he thinks you're drunk, uh, he won't put you through. That's fair enough, absolutely. I agree. OK, all right. Nice one, man. Well, I'll shake your hand and I'll speak to you when you've sobered up. Oh, thanks, Ian. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, Tutty bye. Tutty bye. Tutty bye. And I knew early doors, that... that because no one would phone up and say that ABBA are as good as the Beatles. Everyone knows that ABBA sucks. We've had the ABBA conversation before. Was it with him? Mm-hmm. We did a whole show out of it. Yeah. Um, three good ABBA songs. It's saying the Eagle is... Um, I quite like that. That was terrible. i tell you what is a good Eagle song, the John Denver one. 
You know that one? I am an eagle, I live in high places. You know that one? Sounds like Mulligan and O'Hare. Do you know that one, though? Oh, that's a great song. Here we go, hang on a minute. That's a great song. John Denver, the eagle. This is a I am an eagle, I live... This is is great, man. It's just uh, like psychedelic country. Listen. That's right. That's right. Little twelve string going on. And then, great song. I am the hope and there's blood on my feathers. The time is still turning. They soon will be dry. You know the best John Denver song? You fill up my set. So, so How dare you? Don't be so ridiculous. This is the best John Denver song. This is a great song. This is a great is song. Is it Country Road? Yeah! Grandma's feather bed. When I was a little bitty boy, just up off the floor, we used to go out to Grandma's house every month in the soul. Have chicken pie and country ham, homemade butter on the bread. But the best darn thing about Grandma's house was a great big feather bed. It was nine feet high, six, six feet wide, wide, soft as a downy chick. It was made from the feathers of Ford and Evan Geese took a whole bolt of cloth for the tick. It'll hold eight kids and four hound dogs and a piggy we stole from the ship. Didn't get much sleep, but we had a lot of fun on Grandma's feather bed. Don't bring incest into it, which is exactly what you were thinking when you pulled that ridiculous face. Can't A guy can't do a song about sleeping on a bed with other children and dogs and Grandma's bed and having fun? You disgust me. You have a think about yourself while we listen, not in that way either, you dirty mayor, while we listen to this uh, trail promoting a show by one of my excellent colleagues here, unless it's Matthew Wright, he's a dick. It's electric, it's eclectic, it's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee, <laughs> on Talk Radio. Look, I like Mike, he's good. 0344 499 what you got? Give us the goods. All give right. us give us some Do you want uh, the the special bus driver? Sorry. He could lick his own forehead. Oh no, 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 no. What are you doing then? <laughs> I can't do it. I'm not a bus driver. That only works if you see the video, doesn't it? Of a man actually licking his own forehead. Well, I but think he sort of sucks his, with words. He sucks his face into it's his a, mouth. It's, it's a gurn, isn't it? Really? It's more than a gurn. Remember gurning? They used to show gurning on the telly. Yeah. You used to put like a horse's bridle around your neck. And pull a face. Sam won't know it's too young. It's Gurning. Big... It's a sport. <laughs> it's a sport for generally men with no teeth. I used to do that. I used to. You could pop the jaws and then. It's a very funny thing, gurning. It's always on the. Te- it's always on the telly. Not like it was a gurning championship, but they'd always go. And uh, before we go to that story, here's some men gurning. <laughs> <laughs> they would constantly. <laughs> Constantly. Do you remember as well when the TV was when the TV was a bit short, right? That used to happen a lot on ITV. Um, well, we that show finished a little bit earlier than scheduled, so before we have the 
Uh, next show, which of course is Give Us a Clue, is Duran Duran with Rio. <laughs> and then it would show them, it would show Rio. <laughs> I don't remember that specifically. And then, and then they'd go, well, that, the announcer would go, well, that was Duran Duran <laughs> and Rio. Now, just in time, is Give Us a Clue. And then they'd go into that. <laughs> yes. Old TV was the weirdest thing. And sometimes they'd have the guy in vision as well. If yeah. you sit behind a desk, you're watching ITV. Coming up later on, we'll have... And then have a rundown of the programme. There was a guy who used to do that for Anglia Television late nights. And he used to do this thing where he said, and, uh, before you go to bed, just remember. Oh, my God, there's someone behind you! <laughs> you do that. <laughs> thank you, Steve, for sending me this. This is, the, this is uh, the best John Denver song by a long way. Thank you, Steve, for reminding me. Have a listen to this. This is absolutely... This is magical. John Denver, classic. Here we go. Classic That's Denver. what I said, and you said, shut up. Oh, hang on. You f*** up my <laughs> like night in a forest. <laughs> like the mountains in springtime. Like a f*** in the rain. <laughs> I forgot about this. Thank like you, Steve. Like a sleepy blue ocean, you f up my senses. Come f me, come let me. Let me give my to you. Let me drown in your laughter. Let me die in your arms. Let me lay down beside you. Let me always be with you. Come, let me. <laughs> Come. When I was in um, Pakistan, there was a big hit. Um... was a version of it in Urdu or Hindi, but um, Indian version. Is this it? Mm, no, I can't find it. There was a version in, in Hindi. It was, it was brilliant. Uh, anyway, um, let's go to Derwin. Good evening, Derwin. Hi. Hello, Derwin. What have you got for us this evening? <laughs> who, who knew John Denver was so filthy? A dirty boy! Animal. Well, he, he was a bit of a player, wasn't he? Big stoner, loved his pot. Um, was treated his wife terribly, sawed everything in half in the house once in a fit of rage with a chainsaw. According to the movie, I saw the John Denver story. Um, and then when he talked, he was, he was shagging all around the world. See? Yeah. And then then he, he ditched Annie for um, a hot, younger Australian. Fanny? Oh, come on. What is this? You really sunk to, to the gutter today. Shame, I haven't said it. Shame on you. You did. We heard it. I you, never even when you, it. Right. So, do you want me to get the clip? <laughs> Do you, want, do you want us to... Because when you mouth... Don't we not? I when think this you, is unfair. Wh- excuse me. Wow. Attention, attention. You, you've called in at a terrible time, Derwin. Mum and Dad are arguing. When you mouth <laughs> things, you don't mouth it silently. You say it quite quietly. <laughs> That's what you went. You went... It's all going. You went... <laughs> anyway, Derwin, carry on. <laughs> well, 
This isn't going to help. I, I've written a music quiz. I was going to pat um, yes, yes! each other. Get in. This is what we need. Uh, right, so it's you against uh, well, you against each other. Who wants to go first? It's number Ca- ones and decades. So. No, go, uh, well, Cat's better at number twos, but <laughs> you can talk. I can. I can talk actually. Yeah, I can. I can talk. You go first, Catherine. Thank you. You're welcome. Ready? Yes. Mm-mm. <laughs> okay. Fleetwood Mac had their only number one in the sixties with what? Oh, oh in the sixties. Yeah. Uh, that would be. Peter Thingy's Fleetwood Mac, isn't it? Yeah. They didn't play banjo. Slow down. No, no, don't give her any clues, Derwin, because I know the answer. I'm looking forward to hearing Catherine. It goes. Oh, oh, she will never get this. It goes. Oh, she will never get this. Don't ask me what I think of you. You might not give the answer that you want me to. I'll give you a clue. First, it's two two words, song you're thinking of. Yeah. O-W. Oh, well. She's wrong, isn't she, Derwin? It's actually Albatross. Wrong, yeah. Oh, it's Albatross! It is Albatross. Albatross. It's Albatross, 1-0. 1-0 to me. Next question, okay. I love this. My question. This is great. Ian, uh, the Beatles reached number one in 1965 with a double A side. He can work it out on which other song. Try to see it my way. Only time will tell if I've got to get all the way to the end, then I've got to flip the record over. Don't sing. Uh, we can work it like it feels very short. There's no time for fussing and fighting, my friends. Day Tripper. Is correct. Yes! Put it away. 2 0. 2 0, Day Tripper. Yes, go on. Okay, right, we're in the 70s now, Cass. Blondie had two number ones from their album Parallel Lines. Yeah. Can you name one of them? Call me Heart Glass. It's right. Heart Boom. Glass, and it's Sunday Girl, not Call Me, but uh. you've got Heart of Glass, that's right. Yes! Okay. Yes! Okay, yes. in your 70s yes. question. Yes, sir! Two TV detectives reached number one in the 70s. Can you name either of them? Two TV detectives reached number one in the 70s? Yes. Yes, I can. I just need to name one. Did you get a point then? Right, I need to name one. Two TV detectives in the 70s. All right, hang on. Hang on. Don't you be looking at Twitter. I'm not looking at Twitter. Hang on. The British, aren't they? Uh, You said no clues. Yeah, no clues. Okay, fine, fine. Okay, all right. Um, Oh, okay, Kojak, if... If a picture yes, correct, a yes. David Soul? A thousand. Yes. D- doesn't matter. Do. Not your question. My question. I, it, no, no, you got it right. Yeah, exactly. I got it right. Kath didn't get it right. So, <laughs> next, next next question. Right, 80s. Yeah. Kath, who had more number ones in the 80s, Duran Duran or Spandau Ballet? Duran Duran. Is correct. Well done. Boom. They had Mark two, it. Spandau Ballet won. Mark it down, please. Right, I- I'm marking it. Not you, not you, my colleague. <laughs> oh, OK. <laughs> Ian, who wrote Bonnie Tyler's 80s number one, Total Eclipse of the Heart? Total Eclipse of the Heart. Jim Steinman. Is correct. Oh! 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 He's too good at this! What's the point? <laughs> What's the point? I find you very annoying. 4-2. You just found that out. Mm. Sorry? Exactly. 
Sorry. Cass, yes. 90s. Which Spice Girl singer was their first Christmas number one in 1996? Uh, two become one? Is correct. Boom. Mark it down, mark it down. Okay. Okay, Ian, Vic Rees had a number one with Dizzy. The Wonder Stuff. With the help of which other band? Oh, it's right, yeah. yeah come on, right, come on, guys. A lot harder, shouldn't I? Give me, give me a challenge, come on. <laughs> give me a challenge. Right, in the last question, the 2000s, in 2002, the Sugar Pabes had number one with Freak Like Me. Yeah. But they sampled which 1979 number one? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's... Cars. N- n- almost. It's two-way army and our friends in it. Uh, Unlucky. So that's five to me. It's three to Catherine. Catherine is the loser. I'm the winner by a huge margin. Uh, sm- absolutely smashed it. I'm you want best. your last question, Ian? Yeah, sure, why not? Let's just let's, let's, let's go all in. Five so far. Five out of five. Let's four. go for six out of six. Four, four out of five. I've got five out of five. Now I've got five <laughs> points here. I've tallied right, it. Girls, are, girls Allowed reached number one with The Sound of the Underground. Yep. What's the name of their pop idol, The Rivals? Fellow band. Okay, it was. Um, Which they pipped to the top. Star. Okay, I know this. I... Be quiet, you. It was. It was. <laughs> um, uh... Oh, Catherine, one true voice. Oh, 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 oh! He did it! Oh, he did it! What's this? Bam, bam, Oh, he did it! He got one true voice. Yes, mate. Thank you, Darren. That's the best phone call we've ever That's had. Right. Thank you, mate. Bye. One true voice. Well, he won't get. He won't get one true voice. I'll get. At least I get that, and I get another point back. I got it. I knew it. <laughs> You're so pathetic. Oh, I know. <laughs> I let me finish this. I knew it was one true voice. I remember them choosing their name and their mentor saying, "That's really bad." I knew it. <laughs> Pull my finger. No, I'm not touching your finger ever again. Go to the break. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. And during the break, we just proved as well that I can twerk better than you, so it really is a great day to be me. Good evening, Matt. Hello. Hello, Matt. Hi. How's it going? That's none of your business. Oh, good, good. Um, On the topic of dubious lyrics that people are talking about, there's a debate raging today... (laughs) In America, over the lyrics of Tom Jones and Caress, it's cold outside. And who? Tom Jones and... Is it Caress Williams? Uh, <laughs> Caress Matthews! Caress well. Matthews! Well, it's not there here. It's, it's, an old, it's an old song from, like, the 50s, from, like, yeah, an old no, movie. It's been, uh, it's been covered, yeah. Yeah, no, it's not... It's not uh, it, 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 yeah, there's, the, a casual listen could give the impression it's a little bit date-rapey. Hey, what's in this drink? That, but it's not. Yeah. It's not like that at all. Catherine, can, you can explain it better than me. It's all, it's all well, of... this is what we read. There was a, an academic wrote something the other day, didn't they, and we had a look at it, and it said that, you know, in those days, um, a woman didn't have kind of the same sort of sexual freedom. This was, what, the 1940s that that song came out in, Ian, was it? 
I've, said, I've already kind of contributed my dates to this. I said the 50s. All right, the 50s, right. So if pre-60s, so women didn't really have sexual agency anymore uh, yet. Um, and so this woman is... He said it's a woman trying to find excuses for why she shouldn't stay, but actually she really wants to, um, saying that, you know, her neighbours are going to talk and her sister, what, what she'll say and everything, but they're trying to find an excuse for her to stay out. Oh, it's cold outside, have another drink, have another cigarette, all that kind of stuff. Um, and the joke was, what's in this drink? Oh, I'm a bit tipsy. I, that's why... I'm I'm being really flirty with you. Actually, there's probably nothing in the drink. That was a running joke at the time, apparently. Was that what it was over the drink? Yeah. Now, let's say yes, just to wind this because up. Because I was speaking to a few people about the... And they were talking about the debate going on over it. And to me, the lyrics... Um, Neil Sadaka should have been jailed a long time ago for that. For what? For for writing Sweet 16. But but he but he wrote it when he was, um, like, about 18. I bet, I bet Neil Sadaka... How I thought he was older than that. Well, he is now. Corrected. He is older oh, now. Clearly, can, clearly. Catherine, can you Google how old was Neil Sadaka when he wrote Sweet Sixteen? I know what you mean. Happy birthday, Sweet Sixteen. You turned into the prettiest girl I've ever seen. So he was clearly watching her before yes, she was sixteen. He's, he's got me there. He's got me there. Yeah. And. Dirty bugger. Well, I just thought Dirty that was... No one, no one had brought that lyric up before you know and everyone what? was making such a fuss over Tom Jones. The narrator sings a song to a childhood friend of his upon her 16th birthday, reminiscing about yeah. the ups and downs of their friendship thus far and declaring that now she's grown oh. from an awkward tomboy into a beautiful young lady he wants her for his girlfriend. Right. How old was he when he wrote it? He's supposed to be Piers. No. No. The question... He didn't write the lyrics anyway. No. The question... Did Jimmy Savile write them? <laughs> the question was... How old was he? Right. You're on your own, mate. I've had enough of this attitude. What? Uh, the very specific question um, was, how old was he when he wrote Sweet Sixteen? That's it. Well, Howard Greenfield wrote Sweet Sixteen. No. Wrote the lyrics. No. No, 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 no. Here we go. All right, let's, let's, let's listen to it and let's see. Well, OK, well, how old? It's 1961. Right, so. OK. Again, I don't want the workings out. Oh man, you're about to get some workings out on your groin, my foot. La 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 la. Happy birthday, sweet sixteen. Sha la 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 la. Happy birthday, sweet sixteen. Tonight, I'm waiting for. Dirty bugger. Because you're not a baby anymore. You've turned into the prettiest girl I've ever seen. Gonna have sex now, you're 16. Clearly, clearly. It's very dodgy, Matt. Well spotted, actually. Well done. I I would like to tell you how old he was when he wrote it, unfortunately. Well, if you do hear of it, just sling it over the airwaves, because I'll probably be listening. I'll sling it over the, the airwaves. Thank you so much, Matt. Thank you. You keep Bye. on guard against the uh, the morally corrupt songwriters from America. I shall do. Thank I you. Shall sc- oh, you do that. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to Andy. Good evening, Andy. Hello. Hello, Andy. Oh, is that me? Sorry. Is, is, that, is, that, is that your name? <laughs> yes, it is. It then is. Sorry. It's you. 
I'm just a little bit distracted. I've just got some news that I was like, oh, okay. What, what news have uh, you got? I've just been invited for a job interview, but that's why I'd rather, you know, keep that. Yeah. Wow. Hey, Andy's going for a job. <laughs> oh, I nearly did a really rude, Don't. sexually explicit rhyme then. You didn't. I nearly did. Did you say pob? I was going to say, well, I won't do it because it's, it's, um, it might even be homophobic. I could be a homophobe. Well, I could this be a homophobe, Andy. I didn't realise. This is what I'm calling you for. You are a homophobe. Oh, flipping heck. Here we go. Go on, then. What have I done? You're not allowed to dislike Abba. <laughs> so tag it a minute. I don't know. If, if, but I was about to go and apologise to every single gay person in the world. Um, but uh, but it, I don't think disliking Abba is homophobic. No, 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 no. It is. Follow my logic on this. Go on, Abba are seen as gay icons and all their music is like, oh, my right. God, it's like fabulous and everything. Yes. So if you dislike Abba... Right. If I was to... Ian, let me explain it please to you. Do, if please I do. was to dislike Abba, yeah. I would be automatically kicked out of the gay community. OK. Like, well, nobody can, would even have to pass judgment. I would be gone. Can I... And can they do that? Can they... Um, what do they call it? Um, extradate? Ex, excommunicate. Can they excommunicate you from, the, from gay land? They can do more than that. They can excrogate us, wow, as they call it. Um, OK, well, here's the thing. Let, let's just follow this argument a little bit further. So Abba okay. are gay icons. You can't be rude about them, right? Yeah. Right. Who are you talking to right now, buddy? I know you're straight. No, no, ish. no, no, no. But who are you... Uh, ish? OK. Who are you talking to? What's my name? Uh, you're... Um, are you James O'Brien? My name is Ian Lee. I am right, also... Yeah, I I'm also a gay icon. Desired. You Thank you. So, as a, as a gay icon, I can call out other gay icons as being. Ah. You can't because you're just a run of the mill gay man. That's I'm true. a gay icon, so I I'm can a call out. You're a league two. I'm I'm premier. Um, I'm, you're I'm, up there with them. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not actually. Don't don't start spreading rumours like that. I'm not up there with them. But if Cher or Streisand get involved, you are chopped liver. Mm. Oh, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Dis- you wouldn't. I wouldn't even go there. I wouldn't even get involved. You shouldn't have mentioned that. That's embarrassing. I'm not going to even go. Well, there. You know. No, I don't. I don't, I don't if you get a message from those girls, you're you're out. Uh, I've, listen, you don't. You don't want to come across share. I came across share once, and it was it, 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 it ended badly. Uh, steady on. I, I can make those jokes because I'm a gay. Yeah, I'm a guy con. Make sure she doesn't. That's a good her. point. Yeah. That is a, that is a very good point. So anyway, listen. Can I be minister of LGBT issues or fabulousness or something like that? Well, LGBT issues. I think you know we've got a lot of people working on that already. Yeah, um, I think, I think, to be I think I think it's I think the LGBT stuff. I think it's pretty much there. So I'm going to make you. What can we make him? Um... Coffee tables. <laughs> Hello, Cass. <laughs> she's how wick- are you, honey? She's wicked, isn't she? I'm all right. I'm, oh, I wish she was. I wish she was. Minister of, you, sweet. Minister of Cleaning Coffee Tables. Oh, no. Come on. Because we know what this guy, this guy gets out to. wreck his manicure. Can I use my tongue? Oh, oh go away. You're a horrible, 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 horrible human being. You scratch all the woodwork with it. Good evening, George. It's a glass one. Good evening, George. Good evening. I've enjoyed listening for the last nearly an hour. You should that, you didn't enjoy it. We've been on for two hours. Where were you you the first hour? I've only been able to listen down the phone because I've not been able to pick you up on my my phone for some reason. Um, Anyway. A good click at the back, that's what I need. (laughs) 
Yes, George. Can what have I you got be for part of your of government in, in waiting, do you think? Of course you can. What would you like to be? And then we'll see what that, how that tells you. I'd, what you're I'd like to be the Minister for Mysticism. Mm. Hmm. What, 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 exactly, what exactly is that going to entail? I don't know. It's, it's, oh. it's into the mystic, isn't it? It's, I'm going to make you... Um, I am going to make you... Uh, Minister for Long Stories. Yes. How's that? Really? Yep. Minister for Long Stories. Long Stories. I don't think I, I don't think we have anybody who's in charge of long stories, and we need someone. We need someone of your calibre. We need someone of your your um, stamina. We need someone of your um, outlook and your vision to be the minister for long rambling stories. Do you accept the challenge, brother? I do. Then, well, then it's bestowed upon you with love and peace and harmony. Carry it as, as, as you will and use it, and you must travel across all of the lands spreading these long, rambling stories to people. Can you, can you go under the banner of, of Peter Cook's no. what party? Can, no. you, can you resurrect the what no. party? No, no. Why this on is, earth not? No, this, well, that, that, already there's dissension in the ranks <laughs> from one of my junior ministers. Well... Um, this this party has no name. Yes, but I, I, I I'm suggesting you give it a name. Yeah, well, I'm, no, I'm telling you, it has no name, and it will it will remain nameless. Listen, all we all of the named parties have failed, so this party is going to have no name. No, the, Peter's party never failed. It was, well, it was, it was the, the, the. I remember them being in government from 1978 to 1992. No, it was the the, the what party? Yeah. And uh, and the the what party stood for giving everybody what they wanted. Hey, listen, if you're not happy in Ian Lee's nameless party, then feel free to no, 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 I don't. I'm looking forward to seeing you on Sunday. It is Sunday, isn't it? Hello. Yes, <laughs> it is Sunday. Yeah, well, um, uh, we will see you on Sunday. The venue where we first met was on the television this evening. It was qu- quite nice to see it. Though. It's, a nice, it's a nice little venue. I like that. George, listen, I've got to go. We'll speak to you later in the week. Maybe see you on Sunday. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I forgot. I've given away so many tickets. So many people come in. It's going to be rammed on Sunday. My sister's coming. Oh, anyway. Aye. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Paul McCartney. Only Mama knows, because Nick was asking on Twitter. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. As we um, yeah. last hour of the show, switchboard is empty for the first time in two hours. As you can have a little breather, a little rest up ever so slightly. But if you want to call in, you're very welcome to. What have we talked about? We've talked about um, the twelve days of Christmas being rubbish. We've talked about revolutions. Um, I don't know if we actually talked about anything else. Have we? I'm not totally, not totally, totally sure. <coughs> uh, you're, uh, I need that. Ah, this is what I need. Now we're going to get... The kid should be asleep by now, so we're going to get a little bit raunchy. A little, little bit... Um, a little bit sexy. Let's get some sex. get some sexy music. Yeah, let's do just, that. Gonna get let's some, get in the mood. Let's get some sex. Go, go on to YouTube and something. Sexy music. Let's see. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Oh, knocking on my door. That's not very horny. Getting on my door. That's that's not not sexy. I'm going to type in horny music. Horny Horny music. Dangerously seductive, um, chill out, chill step mix. Here we go. Say yes first, just so we know exactly where we're. Anyway, that's just, 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 just the thing. Horny music, doing it to you. Upside down on the ceiling. I put it in there, take it out of there. Then I put it in there. Horny music, make me so horny. I'm here on my own and I'm feeling kind of horny. So I watch a movie in my pajamas, having a great time on my own with the horny music. Yeah. Flick my nipple, my own nipple. Pull my balls, touch my dingo. Put my finger where my finger don't ought to be. Gonna have to wash it, cause now I want a sandwich. I'm not gonna wash it. I'm gonna have the sandwich, but I won't eat it. Gonna put my willy in it. I can sweet love to a cheese and pickle sandwich. Anyway, so that's what I'm doing this weekend. God. Um, Can you not do that when we come over? Because I was going to bring my children, but... Oh, come on now. But no sandwiches for us. Thanks! Always age appropriate. No, just take the sandwiches from the top, uh, from the bottom shelf. Don't go for the top shelf. (laughs) Take, open... So this is in the sun. Um, Open your suitcase, miss, ordered the stern airport security officer. 
Turns out a phallic-shaped sex toy looks like a weapon when the suspicious shape is detected by an X-ray scanner. With that, I don't know if this is a true story or a fantasy, is it? With that, my suitcase was flung open and my saucy device fished out in front of a horde of giggling airport staff. I did wonder about that. Because some people are very attached to their personal toys. They take sex toys on holiday with them. Sure, why not? But then they're going to see it. Don't buy them. Don't buy them abroad because they're a lower quality. Right. You might get electrocuted. You right. could die. You hear about people going over abroad and, and getting plastic surgery and dying. The same thing with sex toys. Do they do like a travel version that, like, I don't know, bends in the middle or something? Because um, it's going to take up a lot of space. In that toe curling moment, I'd suffered an epic fail on my first ever sexual assignation. Mm-hmm. While this experience left me blushing, not buzzing, it has made me a pro. Oh, this is this is true. This is a true thing. This happened to Georgette Cully. It has made me a pro when it comes to planning the ultimate dirty weekend. Not just your average dirty weekend. No, sure, not dirty. The ultimate dirty weekend. This week, Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle site Goop revealed its must-haves for the perfect bonking break. But at more than three thousand three hundred pounds, it doesn't come cheap. That was my own innuendo there. The five flirtatious fripperies. Are a sixty-four pounds massage oil, a five hundred and twenty-six pounds feather tickler, <laughs> non-toxic condoms, vegan lubricant, and a gold-plated vibrator for an eye-watering two thousand seven hundred and thirty pounds. After dozens of dirty weekends away, I finally know that you don't need expensive gadgets to get sparks flying. You need meticulous planning. Key ingredients include everything from the room and destination, well, it's obvious, to the food. And you can definitely do it on a screwstring budget. That was their joke. What's more? She saying? I don't want. I want. Um, she sounds bored. This one's just called horny music. It says really horny. This one, this horny music, really horny. Okay, let's just skip to um, to this because I want some. Because uh, I want. I want to say. Um, uh, uh, travel insurance is a must for all extreme sports um, and that includes fornications but it's not all about the hanky-panky yes this is all it is here we go you don't want to be cooped up in a castle like romp punzel bonding with your partner in and out of the bedroom is just as important whether you want to reignite your passion with your long-time partner or seduce a new flame here we pull the sheets back and how do the ultimate dirty weekend here we go right Oh, for crying out loud. I don't want people singing. That's not horny. People Spoil singing, it. People singing is not horny. Here we go. Oh, this is it. This is what we want. Oh, God. This is very uh, Channel 5. Playing jazz by a canal. What to do? Do sext. Phones should be strictly banned while you're away, but there's nothing wrong with giving your lover a taste of what's to come on your romantic getaway. In the build-up to the trip, tease one another with naughty messages telling your partner what you're going to do to them while you're away. For example, and I'm making these up, um, I'm going to have sex with you tonight, I'm going to give you a good humping, Um, you're going going to ride on Daddy's joystick. Oh, God, really? 
But once there, switch off your phone and throw yourself into your 48 hours of fun. This break is all about exploring each other, not social media. Turn off your phone and turn on each other during your daring digital detox. Do choose the room carefully. Is that a goose? <laughs> it's a wildlife, yes. You may be lucky enough to be on a dirty weekend, but other guests may not. Be considerate to your neighbours and ask for a room with soundproof walls. <laughs> oh, my God. So you can free your inhibitions. I've never, Whenever I've gone on TripAdvisor or um, Expedia or Last it's Minute... It's never whatever, listed, is it? You can have soundproof walls. Why? Could we be doing a murder? Otherwise, take a load of egg boxes and, and improvise. An ensuite bathroom is also a must. Have you guys stayed in hotels? Hotels have ensuite bathrooms. It's not B&B in the 1970s. Can you imagine that, four in a bed? <sighs> you not, not only can you get steamy in the shower, but you won't get caught running naked down the hallway to the shared lift. Jesus. Wait, where are they staying? Um, oh, for God's sakes. None of this is... This, number three is not horny. Do pick a hotel with a menu full of meals packed with aphrodisiacs and slow-releasing carbs. A dish such as asparagus risotto would be perfect to get you in the mood and keep you going on. I mean, pee all night. You want to be keen to rip each other's clothes off after supper, not snooze. Also... This woman, is this woman is this, I think this woman's a virgin. Also, pre-book a table tucked away in the corner of the restaurant. Not only can you play footsie, you can also talk dirty for dessert. What, like, I want to poke your pudding? <laughs> Unfortunately, it spotted Dick. <laughs> and my custard's quite yellow. Oh, God. Do go outside. <laughs> right, and you'd think... Oh, for a romp outside. You, you were, Catherine, I know. But no, dirty weekends are not just about sex. You can stay home and do that. Well, then what are we having a dirty weekend for? i got blue balls! Oh, my God. Whether you're in a new or old relationship, you want to bond with your partner mentally as well as physically. Enjoy romantic woodland walks and perhaps a rumble in the jungle should the mood take you, even in these chilly climbs. What does that mean? What's a rumble in the jungle? Oh, you're having a fight? A boxing match? Here we go. Here we go. Now, we, now we're getting dirty. Now we're getting very dirty. Pa- do pack sensibly. The point of a dirty weekend is to escape reality and indulge in everything you wouldn't normally do back home. Here we go, fellas. So why not surprise your lover by wearing a naughty outfit? <laughs> <laughs> I think it means the women. Men don't do that, do they? Do they? Sam? Sam's a boy. I'm a man. I don't you ask a man. What, what's the nor- I'll dress up in a naughty outfit. I've got a prisoner's costume. <laughs> For women who love a guy in... Would be the response. For women who love a guy in uniform, a fireman's outfit is sure to turn up the heat oh, between no. the sheets. While for guys, a woman can dress up as a sexy French maid. Do they even have maids in France? And take lots of sex- sexy lingerie. Just be sure to pack normal clothes, too, so you're not forced to wear your silly supplies to breakfast. Imagine! And then they give you a clue. So, think thigh-high boots for the bedroom, hiking boots for the outdoors. And don't get those confused. No, no. A trench coat is a great versatile item to pack. You can kink it up by wearing nothing underneath, or... Or... Use it outside to protect you from the winter weather. <laughs> That's called day-to-night dressing. Do remember the first aid sex kit. 
Oh, my God, what? With any extreme sport, you need to be prepared, and a weekend packed with adventurous sex is no different. Whether you're swinging from chandeliers in your room or indulging in alfresco fun, have the bare essentials on you at all times should the mood arise. As well as the basic plasters and ointments... What? ...for those passion-fueled scuffs and scrapes. What? I have never needed a plaster. A plaster! Stop, stop, get the Savlon! <laughs> Can you imagine? Stop everyone, we've got a bleeder! <laughs> well, I've had that. <laughs> Just went home. Handcuffs, <laughs> handcuffs, condoms, and lube are vital parts in a first aid sex oh, kit. God. Plus, it's worth taking. This is the second. Th- plus, it's worth taking out travel insurance. <laughs> Should one of you injure yourselves while conquering the other? What's going on? We're taking slings and stuff. Oh, making, <laughs> making me never want to have sex again. Okay, so that's what to do. Turns out I've been doing it very, very riskily without taking a proper first aid kit with me. So that's what that's the do's by Georgette Cully. Now we've got the 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 don'ts by Bella. Sorry, Bella Battle. (laughs) I think that's a made-up name. Don't assume your bonking, your bonk fest has to be abroad. The last thing you want is to navigate your way through security with a suitcase full of smutty clobber and saucy equipment like Georgette. Oh, it's getting bitchy between them. Oh, I mean, that is shaming. We're supposed to be in it together, sisters. Keeping it local? Then avoid any chain hotel with in in its title. You will enjoy the hash browns of a lifetime, sure. But making love in the reflected glow of a shell garage sign as non-stop traffic hurtles along the nearby <laughs> M6 is no one ideas of romance. <laughs> Although on some motorways there are sex shops along the way. Yeah, what was that motorway? Pearl and cocktails or something. Pulse and cocktails. Pulse and cocktails. Yeah, but what was the motorway? There's loads of them. On the way back from um, where we where, uh, Halifax. It was... Have you ever been said at the Little Chef? Up the A5. The, 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 right the up the A5. A1, yeah. <laughs> Don't try too hard. By defining this as a sex weekend, you might think you should be getting fruity the second you leave home, then feel disappointed if you're not at it like bunnies 24-7. But this is about intimacy and reconnecting with your partner as much as fervent frolicking. So don't give in to the pressure to be a gold medal winner in the sextathlon every single minute of your stay. Think quality, not quantity. This woman's a right buzzkill. Yeah. Um... Don't trolley-dash your way around the fancy dress shop. Although role-play is great, emerging from the bathroom wearing little more than a pinny, a vintage gas mask... What? what? That is a thing, actually. <laughs> the, 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 ga- the proper... Who's wearing it, him or her? Both. I've, both. Oh, my God. I saw a documentary about it. Really? What's that? It will make your weekend hit the skids, unless this is how you regularly get your kicks. In which case, for the for the rest of us, me and more. Oh, jeez. Okay, well that's uh, the gas mask thing. Is a real? Is it? Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop it. It's a thing. So someone, so someone comes out of the loop. A staff made up. Come on, guys, back me up. Who here's had sex in a gas mask? Oh, three, four, four. <laughs> four, nine, nine, one thousand. Gosh. Um, this is the late night alternative, <laughs> very alternative tonight. A little bit blue, something for the mums and the dads. Um, a little bit adult. That's the way it goes sometimes. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. 
1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, Paul Ross is on at one o'clock. Let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. Hello, Jerry. How are you? Uh, that's none of your business. Kinky sax. Sorry? Kinky sax. Okay, yeah. I use a swing. <laughs> the no oyster. It's to get you out of bed and get you on the lavvy. It's not the same as to lower you down on a no, lady. Dangling, dangling yeah. Yeah, oh, dangling. Well, they do have these things. I would be worried if there's a... When you've got to start constructing, you know, huge bits of equipment, you kind of think, uh, Yeah, when you've got to start reinforcing the ceiling. Yeah, mate, you know, scaffolding's going up in the bedroom. No, it's a mobile one. Oh. It the ceiling. Oh, well, there you go, then. Fantastic. Good Just for you. Just me out of bed. Yeah? I can't get out. Oh, there you go. You see, you're living, you're living the dream. I mean... Wear a kinky gown and nip from the hospital. Okay, I'm, I'm actually starting to feel quite nauseous now, but anyway, thank you. What have you got? Come on, come on, get to the chase. What do you want? I don't know. I'm just not. Thanks. Up you, bum. There we go. You oh, see, Jerry, you Jerry, Jerry bottled it. Jerry bottled it. Jerry's a troll. And Jerry absolutely bottled it. Good. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Going to give us a call. Very welcome to. Be nice to talk. It's always nice to talk. Um, no, I don't want to do that one. I don't know why I put. Do you want to hear about Big Snake? I will do in a second. I want to do. Um, uh, we'll do Big Snake in a second. It's um, more um, grottos that are rubbish. Yes. We love. We love. We love children being disappointed at great expense to their parents. It's just something that's so quintessentially British. Um, I think these are from not just, they can't just, no, they're not just from this year. These are all from different years. These are great. Um, they're supposed to be a magical Christmas experiences to uh, full to the brim with merriment. Every year, enchanting adverts promising ice rinks, seasonal stalls, and Santa's grottos lure thousands of families to Christmas experiences. That's two experiences in the first paragraph across the country. But from an ice rink without any ice, to soggy fields reminiscent of a World War One trench, these festive failures will not only put a dampener on your Christmas spirit, they could extinguish it completely. So, um, they don't really go into much detail, but... So here's the, the first one. The promise, uh, the poster for this year's... Oh, this is this year. This year's Santa Southwest Christmas Village at Bath and West Showground promised snow-top stalls and rides. And there's a fairground, there's snow, it's beautiful, there's, you can see food and stuff. And then what you actually get is a wet, it looks like a car park with a couple of benches and a burger van. That's it. How festive. Um, and the um, a few picnic tables were strewn across the windswept concrete and puddles. And once inside, the sorry state of the festive adventure proved the final straw. So there's just some straw and some, like, things hung up against the wall, but not even hung evenly. Um, North Wales! Visitors to Reindeer Lodge in Mould were drawn by the thrill of meeting Santa's favourite animals, the reindeer. But before saying hello to Dasher, Prancer, Rudolph and the rest, they first had to endure queuing up in a swamp-like field. Oh, so they get to meet the reindeer, but you've got to queue up in a field. I don't know if that's necessarily that bad. If it's just come and meet the reindeer... Well, that's... I mean, it's not yeah. ideal. <clears throat> They're not saying it's some sort of um, festive village, are they? I don't think so. It's Reindeer Lodge. And if there are... 
if this is a place, I, I'm, I'm guessing it's um, like an animal kind of sanctuary type vibe. Yeah. Bits of it are outside. If it rains, it's going to get muddy. I mean, it looks that's crappy. Just, that's just weather. Okay, we're, we're, we're going to let them have that. The New Forest. The advertising boasted of reindeer and animals. This is the poster. Lapland New Forest, where dreams really do come true. The new multi-feature snow-covered Lapland village on the south coast. Real reindeer and animals, magical tunnel of light, Hollywood special FX's. It says FX's. Oh. Outdoor skate rink, free gifts from Santa, seasonal food. In fact, visitors to this Lapland village near Ringwood in Hampshire were met by disconsolate dogs chained up in a muddy field. Is that it? Oh, dear. Um, oh, well, you did that one. Oh, this is a great one, the Milton Keynes one. Um, look, 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 this is Father Christmas. Describe Father Christmas that they actually got. What? Oh. I remember that one. <clears throat> yeah. It's Father Christmas. You can see he's wearing a brown fleece underneath his um, festive, you know, traditional jacket. He's got a really cheap Christmas hat on. I mean, the the white bits, the the, the trim on his jacket and his hat are just fe- just That's white like felt. A, like a... It's a cut-price outfit. Ooh. And the beard looks like the rats have been at it. And you can see his side, he's out the side. Someone, Sally has sent us a picture of a gas mask. What's she doing? But what then look the where that goes. Next... What? Hmm? Yeah, there you go, exactly. I mean, <laughs> thank you, Sally. I'm not quite sure what you'd do with that. Um, but there well, you go. I've, I've got an idea. Okay. Um, so let's have your snake. Let me see your snake. Fisherman out catching eels, right? There we go. He stepped on what he thought was a log. The log moved and he realised it was an enormous python. What follows is an extraordinary battle between man and beast for the 27-foot reptile powers through the undergrowth trying to escape. The giant snake then goes into survival... It's flipping massive. Then goes into survival mode. What snake is it? A python. They're not dangerous, though, to humans. They are. No. They do bite and get perches and then they'll strangle you and kill you and eat you. No, pythons don't strangle you. It's a reticulated python. Pythons don't strangle you. Uh, yes, uh, they do. Actually, they don't. They crush you. Uh, right, already, we're deviating slightly from the strangulation. They don't. They don't. They don't. You're thinking of boa constrictors. Constrictors constrict. Well. <laughs> Can you stop flapping that around, please? <laughs> yes, I. The giant I snake. Know my snake so well. The snake goes into survival mode and starts to wrap itself around the man. Okay, well, that's not... It's not strangling you, though, like you said. Six men... Like you initially Six men spent several minutes trying to overpower the 100-kilogram reptile. Well, they're idiots. Trying to hold the snake's mouth to stop it from biting. Idiots. Right. There's two things they should have done here. Shall I tell you what they should have done? Put a finger up its bum. (sighs) That's dogs. No. First thing is you've got to get a stick about yay big and you put it in its mouth so its mouth is stuck open like that. Fine. Then you get scissors and then you cut from the tail. You just cut it. Just keep cutting it. Just keep cutting it until little bits come off. And then you cut it into little little pieces like that with scissors. That's all you've got to do. What? If you're unlucky, a head will grow out where you've cut it. So you've got to be quick. But you just cut it. So you've got the snake. You just cut cut through the snake like that. Just keep cutting through. And eventually it will, um, there, won't be, there won't be any snake. It's either that, though. No, that's nothing special. I've seen bigger. You haven't. I have, actually. I've held bigger. I've fought bigger. I've danced with bigger. I've made love with bigger in the room. I have um, everything I've just said. I've done to those to bigger than that. You've been to Padang Pariaman. Huh? Padang Pariaman. That was my nickname at school. Who told you that? (laughs) Padang Pariaman. How dare you? Yeah, it's massive. 
It's not even it's, it's fully grown yet. Um, well, you know the movie Anaconda, one of the greatest movies of all time? Absolutely awful. I film. have held a snake bigger than that. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. You're such a liar. Yeah. Where did it happen? Someone else's school miles away. I'll show it to you if you want. Go on then. Okay, when there's no cameras here. What, it's in here now, is it? I think I, I'd know. I can summon it. Bet you can't. It's too cold in here. It's better when it's cold, then they're a bit more uh, docile. <laughs> docile. You don't want it whipping around. Snakes are never, never docile. They totes are. We used to keep one in the science lab, and you used to have to turn the light off if you wanted to get it out. Well, <laughs> why would you keep it in the science lab? lab? For, for looking at. Dirty buggers. <laughs> Was there anything? What, what... We had a gecko and all, and I kept saying, Mr Wright, that gecko's not well, its tail's all shriveled. It's fine. No, I think it's dehydrated, Mr. Wright. It's fine. Next day, dead. Oh, so you killed it. No, I just, I, I saw the symptoms. Yeah, and you could have given it water and you chose not to. I was telling him. You listened to you the wouldn't man. wouldn't have it. Your bum lickery killed <laughs> one of God's great creatures. He was just determined for me not to be right. And it cost that gecko its life. You should have overridden his rules. You're like, um, you're, you're worse than the Nazis in Nazi Germany. I wasn't allowed to just touch the gecko. Or, just following orders. I wasn't allowed to touch yeah, the gecko without permission. Orders. I used to, um, so, sometimes I used to let us feed the animals and we had like these weird frogs who were proper beefy frogs, right, in mm. a tank. Mm. And they used to eat heart. And they were disgusting. You say heart as though it's, heart is a, is a, is a food. A it's frog off. that eats like meat, like a big chunk of meat. Yep. Look, yep. we used to have to put it on like a big tweezers and put it, waft it in front of the frog's face. He was blind. And then it would just get his hands out. <laughs> What was it about? Why, why on earth did schools trust children to take the guinea pigs home over the holidays? Oh. That was nuts. I don't think we ever... We, I, I was we, never I allowed I did once, actually, no. when I was very, like, six or seven. I was never allowed, even though I tried to trick my mum into it. Oh, the teacher wants a word with you. Really? Yeah, go in. She wants a word. The teacher said, so great that you're taking oh, lunch no. home. <laughs> my mum went, oh, no, no, no. We're oh, not no, I it. don't think so. <laughs> yeah. No, not unless we can sell it for I, food. I tried to do, like, sort of the parent trap wow. with the teacher and the guinea pig. <laughs> Wowzers. Um, never worked. I was never allowed a good pet. I only had flipping boring goldfish. Well, I'm getting two new kittens to go with my very old cat. They're coming on Saturday. It's going to be great. It's going to be a great day. Singer Alfie Bo. Alfie Bo! Alfie Bo! He was in here the other day, wasn't he? Has reignited his feud with Catherine Jenkins after he defaced a poster of her with a crude insult. <laughs> the pair clashed when co starring in a West End production of Carousel last year, but appeared to have buried the hatchet. But yesterday, at a signing session for her new album, Catherine was horrified when she spotted a poster with the C word scrawled on it. Staff told her Alfie was responsible. Alfie Snitches. Snitches. The poster on the wall at an HMV store in Manchester had been hastily covered up in a bid to stop the singer seeing the graffiti. Well, guys, maybe you should have taken it down. I don't know. If you knew she was coming in and you knew she had a poster that she would see of her that had the C word on it, I don't know. Maybe you should have taken I'm it down. I'm pretty sure that's against the rules of his master's voice, having that kind of thing on display. What's the name of the dog? Oh, I did know this. Yeah, mm. I do know it. Is it like Patch? No. Smudge? No. Sniffer? No. <laughs> Is it uh, Speckles? Nobby. Pickles? Nobby. 
Pickles. <laughs> Pickles, no, pick, no, Nobby. Um, uh, an onlooker said Catherine was absolutely shocked when she saw it. She has no problem with Alfie after they work together, but he clearly does. The word he wrote is as unpleasant as it gets. I could make that worse by putting the S word immediately in front of it. Um, she noticed someone had tried to cover up her poster and asked why. Embarrassed staff had to admit what had gone on. She looked very upset and hurt. Catherine and Alfie clashed while a, I don't. By the way, I don't believe a word of this no. story. I have to say, I do not believe a word of this story. No. Uh, they clashed while appearing in the London Coliseum production of Carousel, despite winning rave reviews from critics. Alfie is understood to have been annoyed after she was given the number one dressing room, despite him taking the lead role of Carousel operator um, Juice Bigelow. A source close to Alfie said yesterday, anyone could have done this. Yeah, I don't believe any of that story. That's the most made up. If I were Alfie Bo, Alfie Bo. Um, so I was distracted by the story because right next is page three. So there's a woman in what we used to call a body in the old days. But it's very, very thin around the groin. And I just can't help imagining what the state her poor backside must be in. Well, not to mention... Because that's going to be right up there. Not to mention her uh, lady garden. That's yeah, very constrictive. That's not going to be healthy for you. Um, cheese wire. Traditional Christmas dinner will be off the menu for over six million Brits, a study has found. A mix of allergies and non-meat eaters now rule out the likes of turkey and pigs in blankets. Six in ten families have somebody unable or unwilling to eat some festive food. Oh, I can't wait. Well, I don't know if I'm having a Christmas dinner because I, I have to go to my sister's for a Christmas dinner. Roasties, Brussels sprouts, gravy, mm-hmm. a taco. I'm like, oh, well, I'll have to go because if there's going to be, there's going to be roasties. We're going. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Last twenty minutes of the show before Paul Ross comes on. If you've got anything to say, now is the time to say it. This is the late night alternative with Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Weeknights from ten on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Discussion's brilliant on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. What you got? A group of school children have been left traumatised and suffering nightmares after teachers staged an elf murder in their class. Pupils arrived at Flowery Field Primary School in Hyde on Tuesday to find a crime scene, including drops of fake blood as part of a writing exercise. (laughs) Flipping heck. The school's head teacher, Ian Fell, said the eight- and nine-year-old children love playing detectives in the engaging and exciting writing exercise, according to the Manchester Evening News. However, some parents have been left concerned, and one mum claims her daughter suffered nightmares as a result of the extreme project. The mum, who asked not to be named, said, There was a crime scene in one of the classrooms. There was a crime scene! There was police tape and a table had been knocked over, and there was blood smeared on one of the tables. The idea was an elf had been murdered by another elf. My daughter came home and she was absolutely traumatised. I'm not the only parent who felt like that. A lot of kids in year four were unsettled by it. I'm very open with my children, and I understand you can't protect from everything, but my child was very upset last night and had to sleep in my bed. The school says a crime scene had been set up in the classroom. Look, they've got, like, incident tape and stuff. And fake blood. My eldest was scared of police tape. Well, I don't know why, he was, he, was, he was really scared of it. I remember we went to the woods once. Not the woods, we went up the top of the hill... And there was just some police tape there. Just because, like, a tree had blown over uh-huh. or something. And he was terrified there had been, like, a murder or something. What, what if the police come... What, would the police come back? Are we in trouble? It was the weirdest Gosh, thing. Gosh, yeah. 
Head teacher Mr Fell said the children were all excited and they really did buy into it. One of the children said to me, I'm definitely being a detective when I grow up. Of all the 90 children who took part, took part, none of them showed anything but full engagement. I'm delighted also that the topic appealed to children with uh, SEND difficulties. Special, 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 special educational needs. needs. SEND difficulties. Special educational needs. D- d- dilemmas? Special <laughs> educational, educational needs. needs. Or disabilities? Yeah, sure, why not? That would be Help, help us out if you know. Uh, or These those... guys don't care. These guys want us to suffer. These guys love the fact we haven't got any phone calls and we've actually got to work now. The first two hours we just um, uh, wind people up. <laughs> but now this hour we've got to work because no one's calling in. Well, screw you, losers. I've been a teacher for 30 years, says Mr Fell, not me. He and must this be is, tired. He must be. And in my judgment, this is an appropriate, engaging and exciting thing that children aged eight and nine have done. They've been so up for it. I'm really looking forward to see the quality of the outcomes. We are not trying to keep this a secret and we'll be tweeting about the rest of the exercise today. Again, I don't believe that story. I don't believe any kids were traumatised. Well... It's an anonymous mum. One anonymous mum. It would be so easy, wouldn't it, to see them tweeting about that and go, oh, that looks a bit out of order. Mm. Mm. What if a mum wasn't wasn't happy with it? Then it's a story, isn't Can it? Can we believe anything we read in the papers? Having been in the papers more in the last 12 months than I have ever been in my entire life... Uh, I don't believe a, I don't believe a no. word of it. I don't believe any of it. it I tried... mean, what they would do, would do about me, as you know, dear listeners, they would listen to bits of the show and sometimes listen to bits from two separate shows and put them together as though it was one rant. And the words are quite often mine, but it was often presented that I'd done an interview with them when I hadn't. Um, and there was all kinds of extrapolation from it that, 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 that was absolutely nonsensical. It was really weird for me as a journalist to see them do it to me. And I'm really careful because I know how things can be twisted. And I can tell as well that sometimes there is a temptation to frame things up so it makes a a better story, right? But I always resisted doing that because it's Mm. not fair on the person who's given you an interview. It's not fair and you've got to face them again. And if word gets around that you don't play with a straight bat, no one talks to you again. They don't care. It's just like hit and run. When I knew I was going in the jungle, I, I, I had slept with my wife by then, and I made a conscious decision I wasn't going to wear my wedding ring, right? Because it, it was like... And that, that may have been... Um, that may have been a mistake. I don't know. Uh, but I didn't think anyone... Would, I naively didn't think anyone would be interested in that. Because I'm dumb, right? I, 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 I just didn't. Um, and I remember the day before I went in, or two days before I went in... You had to go and meet the press, right? Mm-hmm. So you 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 you're in the 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 Versace Hotel. You, well, I wasn't staying there, but you'd go there to have meetings and stuff. And you get introduced to the press. You had someone from the Sun and someone from the Mirror and someone from the Star and maybe someone else. Um, and they go, the producers go, well, well, here is the next person who's going in. It's Ian Lee from the Eleven O'clock Show from Talk Radio, and and you sit down and you do an interview, and it's all really nice. And I got sucked into it. I was on my guard, and um. And, of course, they charm you and you lo- they lower you. You've got, so what's it like going in? What do you think you're going to do? Have you seen the series before? Um, what do you think Ricky Gervais will think of it? It's all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Then right at the end, well, we're, okay, uh, well, I we think we're all done here, guys. Ian, we think we're done. Just one more question. Are you going to be looking for romance in the jungle? And I, I went, no, of course not. I'm, I'm married. Oh, okay. Just you're not wearing a wedding ring. And... Uh, I just wondered. And then I thought, ah, I'm You know screwed. that's the oldest trick in the book? Yeah. Because if they ask you that question first, you walk, they don't get anything. Yeah. And I, and I thought, oh, I'm screwed, because I went, um, uh, I gave the most unconvincing. I said, well, I choose not to wear a wedding ring. And I thought, oh, bugger. 
That's it. And that's why they chased my wife. That's why they doorstep my mother-in-law. All this kind of crazy stuff. I mean, who cares? Who cares whether I'm married or not? Who cares? One of them did a sneaky thing to me. Because they were writing stuff about, you know, the show and things I've been saying and taking out of context. Yeah. I was convinced to give an interview to one of them. And they said they were going to pay me. And I said, all right, um, I'll do it, but you need to... You know, I'm gonna give that money to to Mind or sort of, yeah. someone like that. Yeah. They never paid me. Hey. How much was it supposed to be? Can I ask? They they said they'd um, they'd get back to me oh, as yeah. soon as they knew how big it was going to be. But you know, they make sure that I got Scumbags. as much as they could get for me. Scumbags. But I I didn't want to make money out of you. I wanted to give it. You know, to something money. that was oh, useful. No, listen, no but I didn't want to. Well, but I felt um, I felt like I wouldn't have spoken to them. Why would I have done it? Nah, they're scumbags. Um, but I kind of, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. They got to fill up their papers, and so they make stuff up, and they, they, they exploit people's pain and stuff, and that's fine. And we had another little flurry of kind of news stories the last couple of weeks because the jungle was back mm. on, and they got to fill those pages. They got to fill those pages, and then, and then you know, the series finishes this weekend, I think, and after that, that's my time done. Probably, that's probably my time done for all time. I would imagine, unless something. You know, unless the breakdown does happen, unless the relapse does kick in, and you know, unless there's something I do publicly that's that's that will be kind of my time done, and then the people that are coming out of it now, they've got their year in the spotlight, whether that's good or bad. The cycle of life, it's mm. the cycle of life, guys. That's what happens. It's the cycle. Andrew says, uh, "Send does indeed does indeed stand for special educational needs and disability." Thank you, Andrew. What else you got? Well, Doesn't matter if you haven't got anything. You've I have got I've ten got, minutes for Paul. I've got one in. thing, but again, it's kind of it's from Mumsnet, and I always wonder Mumsnet. about that. Um, so this woman's complaining that when she gave birth to her children, the midwives made comment about her um, pubic hair. Nope. That's um, nice pubes. <laughs> The revelation came as part of a thread on Mumsnet about pubic hair in which a woman pondered why some people are obsessed with shaving and waxing their quote-unquote lady garden. Hundreds took the time to respond to the original post, sharing their own personal grooming methods. One mum started by saying that she thinks most women completely remove their pubic hair nowadays. She then went on to explain that the reason she thinks this is because of a bizarre experience she had after giving birth. The woman claims that while her midwife was stitching up a a vaginal tear... They told her they thought her full head of pubic hair was unre- unusual. Full head of pubic hair? Yeah. I think f- pubic hair on her head? Mm. I think full removal is really common, she wrote. The midwives who stitched up my second degree tear were both discussing my quote-unquote full head and how unusual it was these days. My woman's health physio said the same. People on the thread were outraged by her words and slammed the midwives for being so unprofessional. One said, I hope you told all three of them to shut the F up and then report Whoa, it. Whoa, hey, superior. guys. This is Mumsnet. Get... This is what he gets real on Mumsnet. Let's net. not get aggressive, huh? Let's talk about this in a friendly, pubic manner. Another commented, agree. It's not on for them to comment. Also, shaving can, cro- can cause ingrown hair and infection, and that's not what you want when, you, when you're pregnant. I wonder if we could start a thread on Mumsnet or one of these th- forums that's absolute bull... Um, but people would chip in with it, and then it becomes a st- anyone could could do that. This is you know anyone could do that. He said, thinking aloud, wondering what he could come up with. I mean, it's a hornet's nest. I wouldn't mess with a mum's net. It's a very horny nest. Yes, those mums and their nets. 
They um, Mum's Net's not as big as it was, is it? A couple of couple, like three, four, five years ago, it was everywhere, and it was always well. We've got someone on from Mum's Net to talk us through the scenario now. It seems to have lost a little bit of the power. Mm. I don't know if I, I may be completely wrong. I don't know. Maybe it's because my kids are older, so you're not in that world anymore. Well, I wasn't even in that world anyway. But I remember when we were on the local radio show, we we had a lot of Mum's Net stories and yeah. things. There's always a Mum's Net story in the papers, always. Well, let's, well, let's close, your, close, close our lappies. We've got seven minutes. Uh, we've got seven minutes exactly. Paul will come in a bit when he wants to come in, but no rush. Let's just wait, see if anyone wants to call. We'll do, take call straight to air for the last five minutes. I'm struggling talking because this mouth ulcer. Why do mouth ulcers hurt so much? It's on my tongue. It's on the rear to the right-hand side of my tongue. Oh, is it grazing your teeth? Uh, yeah. So it's why I'm, I'm, so it, feels like, it feels like I'm slurring my words a bit. Um... But they oh, they feel massive, don't mm. they? And then you look and it's like a tiny little pinhead that's going on. I don't think I've got... I might have some Bongella. I don't know if I've got any Bongella. But then you try and place Bongella on and it just slides all over I the I got place. a different thing oh. last time I had one and it sticks on better. Oh. I'll have a look when I get home well, and send no you the... I'll too. send you what it's called. Well, but it's still no use to me. I'll be at home in bed. What am I going to do? Yeah, but then when you get up in the morning, you can go in search of this wonder well, stuff. I, I won't be doing that. I've got a Tesco delivery coming. Then I'm off to... Uh, uh, all right, well, you can, actually. Well, it might be gone by tomorrow. Te- but text it, because I, w- I will have a little... Uh, I won't have a little... All right, we'll see yourself. Okay, but text it to me. But I won't be buying it. But I would, I would still be very interested to know what it's called for my own personal records and data files, okay? You're an awkward sod. You are... Um, uh, Go on. P I T A H. What's that? Pain in the uh, arsehole. I was trying to work out what a pita was. Pita, pita. <laughs> Peanuts. <laughs> um, so if you want to call in, here's, here's my theory. The last 20 minutes of our show, everyone stops listening because they've had enough of this show. And then, like the the first minute, and then at midnight, people go right. Paul Ross is on now. We can turn back on. We can, it's, it's a different flavour. You know, you can only have so much of um, of this. Too much sugar. Too much. Well, no. Well, I don't know if I describe us as sh- sugar. I describe describe us as some crazy vegan meal. I don't know. Mm. Um, and then Paul comes in and pulls a delicious dessert. Yeah. You know, and so. I thought people fall asleep. It is a weekday. Yeah, I suppose it is a weekday, isn't it? I'm so tired. I, had to go, I stayed in the, the boys' house um, last night, so I get there about quarter past two, and then I potter about a bit, and then I go to bed, and it was really hot there, and there's only two pillows on the bed that I sleep on, and you know me, I'm a, I'm a three or four pillow kind of guy. Mm. So two very narrow pillow, flat pillows. And so I get to sleep just after three, I think. Then I was woken up at... 20 past seven by the boys playing the piano. What? Really loudly. And and then they were talking quite loudly. And then their mum's going, shh, keep your voice down. Oh. Wait, your dad. You've just been playing the flipping piano for 20 minutes. I get that. That woke me. The one that wakes me up is, will you two be quiet? Your mother is asleep. Oh. That's the one that wakes me up every but they're time. Play, they're playing rock and roll on the piano. <laughs> were they any good? No. Oh. Lousy. Actually, some of it was good. Um, so I was, so I got like four and a quarter hours sleep tops and then i couldn't get back to sleep when i went and saw my boys play and i thought right when i go back to my house 
and I'll when I get in, I'm going to get to bed, man. I'm going to get to bed, and and I didn't go straight to bed. That was my mistake. Instead, I was, spent ages trying to yeah. find a memory card, and then I went to bed, and then I was wired. I was just wide awake, so um, so I didn't sleep. So I'm sh- I'm shattered. Busy day tomorrow. This is why I got mouth ulcers. Yeah, burning the candle at both ends. Well, I don't know about that. Let's go to line one. Hello, line one. Ian Lee, good evening to you. Good morning. I thought I'd ring and say a quick hello because you said no one's calling you for the last 20 minutes. So I thought I'd just ring and say hello to you both. Well, hello. It's nice to talk to you, uh, uh, Nigel. There's no... Uh, don't call out sympathy. This is When people are calling in, we do that bit for free. And when no one's calling in, that's when we get paid. That's when I earn my money. But how, how is... like? What, what are you up to, Nigel? Well, I'm working as, you know, as a press photographer. I'm on my way home. I better... Little jobs tonight. And who did you snap tonight? Who did you? Who did you? Who did you pap? You scumbag! No, 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 no. I'm I'm a newsman. I, I'm 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 a non-celebi. I'm I'm a news guy. So tonight is all about crime, yeah. but thankfully not too bad. And yeah. uh, I'm driving through London. It's quite warm. It's uh, going to my car thermometer. It's 14 degrees. Did you it's see that? Um, did you see that Jake Gyllenhaal film where he's a, a news cameraman? No. Oh, mate, it's a great. Is that when nothing's happening, so he starts doing it himself? He starts. He starts causing things to happen so that he's always the first on the oh. scene. Nightcrawler. It's a oh. great film, Nigel. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I've heard of it, but I haven't seen. It. I, I, will, I will go and see I've it. I've got now. a feeling. I'll, it, I'll it, I, got, I think it might be on Netflix now. Nightcrawler. It's a brilliant film. Yeah. I no, love Jillian Hall, but I love the Jillian cool. Halls. The Maggie. It sounds pretty cool. All right, Nigel. Thank you, mate. Um, I got a crush on Maggie Gyllenhaal. So have I. She's got, I like kooky American actresses. I'm sorry, that's just my type. In gas masks. Oh. Um, yeah, no, I do, I, I'm a big fan of the kooky American actresses. It's a great film. It's a great film, Nightcrawler. I, Gyllenhaal's a brilliant actor, I think. He's got a good face. He's, he's got a great face. Because he's he, not super handsome. But he's attractive. Honestly, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah. But I think he's good at playing the dark, tortured side of humanity. I didn't get Donnie Darko. Oh, it's a great film. I don't get it. Kitty Porn Dungeon. It's a great film, Donnie Darko. I don't know what... I don't know... I don't know what, don't what, know it, what is. it is. No, I don't know. I don't know whether it's a dream or whether it's time travel or... or a, but I enjoyed the journey a lot in Donnie Darko. Mm. I watched it and then thought, well, I don't know, what the bloody hell was that? Yeah. Well, you you need to watch it with um, with me. Maybe I was too young. Yeah, it's a good it's a good film, Donnie Darko, mysterious. All right, we'll watch it. So we've got that to watch. We've got um, audition to watch. Yeah, Takeshi Miiki. Um, and um, I'm going to have some weird dreams. Yep. I've had, I've started with the threads dreams. I told mm-hmm. you during the break. Yeah, uh, horrible. You're going to have those for the next fifteen years. You reckon? And then it will start to ease up a little bit. Yeah. And then I'll watch film. it again. Bleak film. Well, dear listener, that's it. That's your lot. Paul Ross, I'm afraid, um, uh, is not bothered to show up tonight. No, that's too showbiz. No, I'm sure he'll turn up after one o'clock because he's one of the most professional guys in the business. Um, Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, Sam. Thank you uh, to nearly everybody who called in tonight. Thank you for putting up with me. It feels like a fat tongue. Uh, It's not pleasant at all. Uh, We will be back tonight, Thursday night at 10 o'clock. Don't forget, you can listen on DAB app or online at www.talkradio.co.uk.